0: Better on Draft fans, we truly appreciate you joining us each and every week as we go over the news and interview someone from the industry. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a rating and review. It helps us get our word out. Also, take this time to go to our Facebook and like it. Check out the daily lulls for launch that Matt posts. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. The name for all three is Better on Draft. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel for video of every episode, youtube.com forward slash better on draft, as well as check out our untapped page for what we drink each and every Friday night under the name bod podcast. Also, you can watch us live and chat with us while we are live at twitch.tv forward slash bod podcast every Friday from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern. And no matter what you think of our show, we think it's better on draft
1: draft podcast is recorded live in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, Matt, and Angela.
0: And we are live, episode one forty of the Better on Draft podcast. My name is Ken. It is a glorious day here in Detroit, Michigan. Well, Royal Oak, I guess. Close we're enough. North, we're Metro a uh,
2: north of
0: uh, Detroit. Metro Detroit, three miles north of Detroit. That's still north. Still north. Metro. I'm not getting a reading. Talk a little, little more. Yo, oh, hey, go.
2: hey. You <laughs> learn should... to turn on my microphone.
0: Well, usually I have you really, really low. Yeah,
2: give it a little. Bit.
0: Okay, a couple of beers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, well, Nick, how you doing?
2: I'm doing good, man. How about yourself?
0: I'm well, thank yeah. you. What are you drinking over there?
2: Uh, starting off with a Brewery vivant Velvet Stud.
0: What is it? Oak-aged stout. Oak-aged stout? What do you think of it?
2: Oh, this is really solid. I've had this before on a couple of occasions. Can't go wrong with this one. <laughs> and then I got a little, something warming up a little bit. A Dragon's Milk from New Holland Mocha Mint.
1: Ooh. Yeah,
2: I'll let that one sit for a
1: while. Right in the hills of that... that, that the, of that new announcement. The
2: banana coconut. <laughs> the banana coconut. Okay, I'll stop.
0: Thank you. Matt Bush, how you doing? Good, Kenny. How about yourself? Good. What are you drinking over there, Kenny? Um, I got a Maduro that I'm uh finishing right now and I am gonna hop into whatever I picked next. Oh, a Maduro. No. Oh. So so you only brought <laughs> wow. one beer. Well, no, no, you can see on the other side. There's there's a tall what's can. That, what's that Great Lakes? I got what? What's
2: that Great Lakes cake bottle right
0: there? Uh Great Lakes, that is Holy Moses. Holy Moses. Yes, and I thought I had a. Am I too deep already? Jesus,
2: <laughs> man, dude.
0: Or maybe how, I how just long you it. been I, here? Tying I uh, about about so. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I guess I thought I only drank one. Maybe I forgot to fill a full six pack. Oh well. Anyways, You're so a
3: brown ale. You, you live off brown ales.
0: I love so. my brown ales. So I would expect
3: it, but I've got. I just only have one beer today as well. It's the Reds Wicked Lemonade. <laughs> Uh, I figured I wanted to see what this was like. <laughs> yeah, Did yeah, I yeah. give oh. that to you last? No. Did we trade that? No.
0: no. So I realized why I had six, because I brought in that Boris, uh, barrel-aged okay. Boris Royale.
3: Okay. Well, maybe so that's, we'll play with that a little bit later. Definitely.
0: Well, we had that when we had Hoppin' Frog yep. on a uh, couple episodes ago. Good with that one. That, that was, was the porter, right? The chocolate uh, porter? I don't... Espresso porter? No, I don't think so. That's the...
2: Stout in uh, whiskey barrels.
0: Yeah.
3: Ooh. The Boris. I was thinking the Doris.
0: Yeah, I think you were thinking. Yeah, we, we had so many beers, and they were all heavy. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so you got your squirt. You're still on your Diet Vernors, yeah. uh
3: It's in my moratorium. <laughs> they have not brought it back yet.
0: We'll have to uh, tell the owners of the uh, studio and ask them what's we'll up have to with write
3: that. We'll su- in the suggestion box. Suggestion. <laughs> we'll leave them a suggestion <laughs> box. Instead
0: of putting money in there, oh say more ver- Diet <laughs> Verners. You're
2: going to put a service request?
0: Yes, please. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Rob, what's going on?
1: Uh, just like one of my favorite rappers, you know, just just you know, just trying to chill and <laughs> I don't know, just, I just I, like, yeah. com- I, I had the line in my head and like completely and utterly lost it. So what you're uh, saying is you're
0: chilling out, maxin', so, relaxing all cool. cool. No. <laughs> were were you shooting some b ball outside of the school?
1: No, I was really just trying to be like a young Eastwood and trying to eat good and be easy, relaxing, Mac like Fleetwood, but that's where I was heading. <laughs> So uh, what are you drinking over there? <laughs> it sounds
3: like
2: a Kid Rock lyric more than anything Oh, Shame
3: on you.
1: Rolling. That's yeah.
0: racist. Roll. <laughs> uh,
2: rolling a <laughs> Fleetwood that's high, you Mac?
0: We're only five <laughs> minutes right. in and Matt's already racist, exactly. so
4: it happens. Oh, man.
1: Where'd
0: what you are you drinking over there,
1: Rob? I'm to go pop a Matt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, um, I, I cracked open a bottle of Founders from the, the Mothership series, the Sleeper Cell. And uh, a 2016 dark horse plead the fifth. Ooh.
2: So <laughs> there are so many amendments. I just realized what you just did. There's a lot of Chappelle show references going on. And is that right
0: is that the barrel age you said, or just the regular? Age? That
1: is the barrel age. Plead the fifth. <laughs> what year? Uh, 2016. Okay.
0: Yeah. I've got a couple um I think I got like a four-year verd at my house that we should probably crack one day cuz I'm not going to drink it at home. Yeah,
1: that that was one of the beers that actually I, I got in trade um for getting the entire Bell's Planet series which really I was just giving the guy um I think it was a, a CBS and a No Rules for for you know all seven of those or six, it was six six either six or seven of those bottles and then he just Happened to throw in a 2016 and a 2015 Barrel-Age Bleed the Fifth. So
0: I said, oh, okay, well, I'll I'll go ahead and take those. All right. Well, we do have a guest in studio with us from uh, the Cut Freight Yard. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself?
5: Hey guys, my name is Nicole Mangus. Uh, I actually own Brute Detroit, which is a pop up wine bar. So we do a lot of different cool things around wine, but we love beer as well. We're not, Sorry, we're not scared.
0: Brute Detroit. Yes,
5: almost like the Brute, like dry reference to wine. Um, like the, gotcha.
0: I heard Brew Detroit, and I'm like, mm. I don't, are, are you sure you own Brew Detroit? <laughs> I do. Not the, the brewery, not necessarily no. the, the when you said pop up wine bar. Yeah,
4: that's,
0: so. when it,
5: that's when it made sense.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. what, what makes sense.
5: <laughs> Please continue to give him shit. This
3: such,
4: <laughs> this this go by day I've cheese. had,
5: it's on. Um, yeah, so we we actually operate two different uh, beer gardens, really. Uh, the Village's Beer and Wine Garden over in West Village and Agnes and Van Dyke. And then we also operate the De DeQuindercut Freight Yard, which is an outdoor kind of Cool, relaxed venue over on the Dequindre Cut in the Eastern Market area.
0: So the Dequindre Cut—that's uh, again over in the Eastern Market area—and you're by Eastern Market. You're not over in Lafayette Park or Riverfront.
5: Correct. We're in that Eastern Market footprint, almost to, towards the Mac exit. Uh, if you've been towards the end of the cut, where it where it pretty much drops off right now. Uh, but the closest entrance is the Wilkins and Orleans entrance, and there's two big parking lots right there. Kind of easy, easy peasy. Once you park and or you know turn the corner We come down the ramp and then we're there you can't miss it. it's an installation of a bunch of different shipping containers um, we've got some pavilions that have been carved out of shipping containers the bars and uh, configuration of several containers so you, they're stacked on top of each other in a cool way um, and then we also have some food trucks and stuff that stop in and hang out with us
0: and when are you guys open
5: weekends Friday Saturday and Sunday Friday 5 or 4 to 10 excuse me Uh, Saturday 11 to 10 and Sunday from 12 to 9. How did you get
2: the shipping containers in that space? I'm just curious.
5: I'm just a pretty face. You know, I just (laughs) hang out. (laughs) They did all the heavy lifting. Actually, it's a, it's, The it's a cool story. The shipping container configuration was designed by a bunch of students at Lawrence Tech and uh, Western International High School. Oh, and then it was uh, actually built by a big group of folks like Pony Ride, Build Institute, the Detroit Mm -hmm. Riverfront Conservancy, among others, uh, as a part of a grant. So it's, um, it it happened before me. I wish I could have, you know, helped lift them up if I needed to. (laughs) (laughs) So our world is
3: really more about beer. Now, how does beer interact with what you guys do at the Freight Yard?
5: Beer is very much a part of our life at the Freight Yard. We uh, we actually sell canned beer, uh, just plain canned beer at the the DeQuinder Cut because you can't have glass on the on the uh, the cut. So we have a kind of a rule of thumb for our both of our bars really that we we really love to stay hyper local and support not just Michigan brands but Detroit brands. So. Uh, we really kind of showcase different flavors that are kind of popular right now, but also some surprises, some things that that you maybe haven't heard of. Like we have Lake Brothers on uh, in the rotation with their lager uh, that we just brought in, uh, some Griffin Claw stuff like that. So
3: now, under what license do you guys? bring beer do you guys have a license for that specific location or do you guys have just an agreement with the city or with like a lion's club or how does how does that work
5: we have to have a license to sell liquor um, or beer you know in this instance Um, so actually the cool part about what we do is that every weekend is a fundraiser for a local non-profit Hmm. so we partner with organizations they provide the liquor license we give them 100 percent of the profit that was uh, generated over the the weekend, so or in some instances a couple weekends, which is awesome. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so at the Beer Garden last year, as a matter of fact, over four months we were able to give away twenty one thousand dollars to nonprofits. Wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. Pretty awesome.
2: Now are they just like Detroit nonprofits? Or are they kind of you know kind of go out to the city a little bit?
5: No, actually, uh, they're all based in Detroit. Um, cool. So like if at the Beer Garden, for example, uh, we have. I mean, you could. Throw a stone, and you could hit a nonprofit that we worked with sure. um, and like from where we are, which is great, so they 're really local. Uh, the nonprofits that we work with at the freight yard are equally local, like Rivertown uh, organization, which is right near uh, right near the cut um, i've also been working with invest Detroit, uh, doing Detroit differently is a nonprofit that we're working with right now. Um, so we, we try to spread the love. But in most cases, and I was just talking to Detroit Roller Derby, who's the nonprofit at the Beer Garden, this weekend. Uh, and they're just really excited to be a part of this. And they like to support nonprofits, but they also need a little support, too. So, um,
0: so Are they doing, like, guest pouring and stuff? Because I've seen them at, like, Bee Nectar and a few other events obviously promoting themselves as well as
5: yeah, they're out there hustling today. I'll tell you, even though it was raining, um, they have a couple folks that are kind of posted up at a table, sharing some information about their organization and they have a junior league now. So they're trying to break out and helping, uh, the youth get involved, uh, but uh, we don't do kind of like a takeover where we have like a guest bartender. We usually basically provide this great venue for them to just very easily host a fundraiser. Uh, they like I said, get a hundred percent of that net profit and you know, they usually walk away pretty happy.
3: So the crew is this the first summer of the free yard or you guys have been working f- yeah?
5: Yeah, this is the first summer. Um, they opened last year. The installation was actually I would say about ninety percent complete last fall, but they um, so they had a couple of private events and things like that uh, that were hosted by the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy, but this is the first full season, and it plans to keep going so so what kind of challenges do
3: you guys have that you maybe didn 't foresee or challenges that you did foresee that you 've found surprising ways to get around or to get over?
5: Well, we don't have any running water uh, yeah, so. at the Dequindre Cut, <laughs> uh, so that you know, I, I would say that's kind of an interesting challenge. Um, but we've found some ways to hack our way around that, and you know, we serve canned beer, we serve some canned wines, we serve wine by the glass, uh, certainly some non-alcoholic drinks, but everything for the most part is contained in its own vehicle, which is helpful. Um, yeah, I would say some other challenges are just normal, like foot traffic stuff. It's um, it's important when you start a business. Um, or you test an idea out that, you know, you you get a good groundswell of folks. And sometimes when you have uh, a, an area that has a lot of muscle memory, where like the DeQuinter cut, everybody just goes down there to work out, and I'm over here selling tacos and beer. <laughs> 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 People kind of look at me like, I, I, I'll get you next time. You know? So we kind of have to get them excited about what's what's what we're offering now.
2: So the the cut, I have not been able to. I have not. Traversed the Dequinder Cut before, even though Ken lives a hop, skip, and a jump. Oh, I love being on the. Yeah, camp. I know, I know oh, cool. you do. Um, looking at the map now, the, I've seen the Quinder Cut. It's people on bikes. You know, yeah, they're walking, they're running, exercising, all that. You're not in the way of all of that, right? It's lo- just by looking at the. You know, yeah, we're map. Kind
5: of, we're kind of set back a little bit. We're uh-huh. on like the, I would say the the train side. You can still see some of the train tracks just you know past one of the sure. or under. Over one of the underpasses, whatever, um, and, if that makes sense. Yeah, over yeah. The um, <laughs> Under the <laughs> overpass, under the over. yeah. Uh, the uh, over, over
4: there, you, <laughs> know. <laughs>
5: over there. Um, you know, not too far from where we're at. You can see some of the old trail lines, uh, train train lines. Yep. So we're kind of in that that footprint right there. Okay. Um, but it's it's really like I said, right by that Wilkins and Orleans entrance. Mm-hmm. You just go down that entrance ramp and make a right, and we're probably like. 400, 500 feet.
2: There's no parking there, is it? You have to park on like one of the outer surface lots. Yes. And please, then please
5: don't try to drive on the Dequener Oh God. no, no. I'm just, <laughs> just
2: curious. I'm just yeah. I remember I think before cause the, the Queener cut's still fairly new in Detroit, right, Ken?
0: Um I mean it's been active for A couple of years. Five yeah, I was like five or six but in regards I, but, to know, the right. the rebirth and revitalization yeah, of But everything
2: I remember that done down there. you know, driving across Gratiot and some of the other streets like Mac and Other side streets, and I remember there was like nothing there. And then Mm -hmm. within like a few weeks' time of making that same trip, something just popped up, and it was like this big. Path uh, out of nowhere. We, we did not know what it was. Mm-hmm. It's called the Quinder Car. I I realize
5: that.
1: <laughs> they have a free I, Yeah, I know. It so
5: like, let me tell you about this bar that's on the Quinder Car.
1: <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Uh, no,
5: it's uh. There are uh, to your point. There are uh, lots. There's lots of. <laughs> there's lots of lots in Eastern Market. Oh, um, yeah. But there yeah. are two in particular that are right at that intersection of Orleans and Wilkins, um, that are. Literally right across the street from the, sure. the entrance. So it's pretty convenient.
3: So I was actually down there, I think it was last weekend or the weekend before. Um, and I, so I started at the brewery. Okay. As I so often do. <laughs> and I just GPSed it on my Google Maps. And it took me to basically the overpass that looks over you guys.
5: Yeah, yeah we get that a lot. But I couldn't figure out
3: where to go. <laughs> you just I, jump.
5: You just, well, go, I was thinking it. about that. Commit all the way. I, I
3: didn't have my Mary Poppins umbrella, <laughs> or else I would have. Just and I didn't have it. my hobo stab insurance, so I didn't want to walk down mm-hmm. that that alleyway to yeah. what I'm sure I could have climbed into. Yeah.
5: So I'm, was I, like, a block too far north? Just, just a hair too far. Um, I would say if you, uh, you... Roll down the hill next time? I, or, I I would give that a worthy effort, Could yeah. you put,
3: like, a bouncy house at the bottom so I could just jump? <laughs> oh
5: These God. are all like like a really great like, suggestions. Like the
3: blob? Remember the blob at summer camp? Like...
5: We'll, get, yeah. we'll put parachutes up at the top. There we go. Yeah.
3: Or I can Fortnite just, in? Just mm-hmm. charge for those? Or z- what about a zip just, line?
5: That would be kind of cool. Uh,
1: zip line, I mean. Seven bucks a run? Yeah, why not? There you go. We can
5: make some money off it. I was going
1: to say, yeah. I, Anybody I would, I would have think a, cable a lot of people and a rope? Would. <laughs> yeah. What is
0: this?
2: Uh, let's,
4: let's test Fremont Street.
0: So for those of you who have been to the Fall Beer Fest, and let's let's try to give you more of a visualization, because I know a lot of people who listen or have been to the... Or anyone
3: been to, who's the... been to Lion's
0: Beer... Tailgate. Or, or Lion's Tailgate, but more specifically, so the, the Fall Beer Fest is basically Shed 5 and north of Shed 5. Yep. So the street that you are on north of Shed five so if you're in that long line to get in where it wraps uh, past russell around to wilkins kind of like where the the toilets are um you basically just take that wilkins street all the way down and right where that overpass is, is actually a little dip down into the dequinder cut you turn right and you're basically right there aren't you correct yep there Quind- you go
5: is that it better myself you get a gold star.
0: I'll, I'll record that for you, and then you can throw it on like YouTube or something.
5: That's perfect, and, and you've then... got that like phone operator voice. Too. I
0: do. That's why they say I have a face for radio. <laughs> that's I not a...
3: why they tell you <laughs> a
2: face for radio.
0: Ouch! <laughs> Come on, that's
2: so it's that's not... racist. <laughs> oh, Again with Kenny. The... Oh, <laughs> so it's not just beer and wine at the DeQuinter Cut Freight Yard. You guys do. Looking around, you, you guys got retail places set up um, there. Uh, looks like there's some art kind of mm-hmm. setups. Talk about those for a minute.
5: Yeah, on Saturdays and Sundays, uh, late afternoon into the, the uh, I'm sorry, late morning into the afternoon, we have Build Institute
4: mm-hmm. uh,
5: have host their bazaar, which is just a, a really cool way to describe a bunch of local uh, retailers popping up doing their thing. Mm-hmm. We've got lots of great vendors there. The Luckin' Booth, um, Hip Hop Bakery. Uh, Hip Hop Bakery? Yeah, it's really cool. What's She's got like Wu-Tang Clan cookies. I'm in. Yeah. Damn. I'm sold. <laughs> yeah.
2: You said Wu-Tang
4: Clan. Are
3: those are it?
1: a I'm entering all 36 <laughs> of those chambers.
4: cookies. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Get you guys excited about some Wu-Tang cookies? Yeah, I'm, I'm all about Do it.
3: Do they have a cookies rule everything around me? Sh-
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> I'm wow. just going to leave that one alone.
0: You, you best protect your neck. Come
5: man.
3: on. That was good. <laughs> right.
0: So in the business of pop-ups and stuff, mm-hmm. you're you're able to you know, get your one-day licenses wherever you are when you do the the freight yard are you able to bring in like a keg of beer or something like that do you be able to sell it maybe like open container or like what cuz it's so weird cuz you're not technically like on a parcel you're not you're just on a part of land and i don't know if you have a street address i don't know where like the rules are or if it's kind of like hey put these barriers up and that's your space like how, how does this work out legally
5: well that's a great question um for my attorney to answer <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: Are you saying you're pleading the fifth?
5: No, no, I'm not. I'm just going to go this way with that answer. Um, No, but we have security on site that kind of help contain the party, if you will. Um, And we we have signage up that's like, you know, kind of stay within this area. And once you're there, you can kind of feel out what belongs to the bar and what doesn't, because Mm -hmm. there's some gravel pathways that really make it kind of clear that this is, you know, this is the bar. This is where the shopping sure. is. This mm-hmm. is where the food trucks are. And once you go beyond that, then it's just grass and the cut. So it's pretty clear. But but yeah, it's uh, to your point about kind of bringing in kegs and such. Um, we I imagine that we really like to celebrate our Detroit makers, uh, brewers, and otherwise. And uh, so we've kind of kicked off this series in a really informal way. Um, I like to sit around the table and meet new people. It's something that's really.
0: Um, what a coincidence! Yeah. So yeah. We? <laughs> we have a table, we have people.
5: It Just so worked out. Um, but yeah, so we uh, we kicked off this series as a way to kind of break down the barrier, perhaps between you as a drinker and uh, the maker. So we have this kind of campfire, you know, vibe going with inviting different brewers to the to the cut and the beer garden, and they're just gonna hang out, chill for a couple hours, uh, and we'll give them some samples you buy a ten dollar glass that you can take with you that again goes to support a nonprofit, and then you just take that over and hang out with the brewer for a little bit ask them questions or her and they'll pour the beer and you just kind of chill for a little bit so we have batch brewing coming tomorrow uh nice. and they're going to have a keg coil set up so they've got four different beers on tap uh and you get your little glass you go chill with them they can uh, you can hang out with them either at the De Quinter Cut or at the Village's Beer and Wine Garden. Um, but again, super informal, super, super chill. So um, so that's kind of in a roundabout way answering questions about bringing kegs and stuff and hanging out. Um, it's something special that we do. It's not going to be like all the time, but eventually we'd like to have some kegs that we can roll in there and, mm-hmm. and serve. It's just a matter <coughs> of space when you're talking about a shipping container bar.
3: Now, one thing that we hear from all the brewers that open – or is how either positive or negative the city was in helping them. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard anything good about the city as far as bureaucracy. Right. So what was the process like when you approached the city with, hey, we want to take over some of your public land and put a business and And random shipping shipping containers containers. in
5: there? You know what the best part about that is? Is I didn't have to do any of it. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were great.
4: <laughs>
5: no, the um, the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy is actually, they maintain the Dequinder Cut. So they've been the go-between between the, the city and, and us. So they had a lot of this laid down and figured out before we even became involved. So in a way, you could look at us as kind of like a vendor or a concessionaire. So we operate the bar, and we bring in entertainment, and we bring in food truck friends of ours, mm-hmm. Um we kind of help just activate the space and keep it running and they really kind of step up and just manage the the the, you know the legal concerns or the the city permitting and things like that so and they've been phenomenal to work with i know that there's there's always challenges um when it comes to working with municipality you know yes they're a government we're a business we have very different interests you know and very different objectives so um it's just definitely kind of a go back and forth and Always get it in writing and always kind of you know follow up and stay on your Double stuff stamp and stamp. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so <laughs> you know I'm about to we're we're opening up a brick and mortar wine bar over in Northwest Detroit and um, you know we're just about to jump off the cliff and and do all of that city permitting stuff pretty soon here Where, so d- yeah that's your that's your ring. <laughs> oh yeah it's okay. a Grand River Outer Drive and Evergreen in the Grandma Rosedale neighborhood
4: so North Rosedale Park.
5: I say neighborhoods
4: <laughs>
1: because neighborhoods. You're in the, the, neighborhoods. You're in the n- neighborhoods. Neighborhoods. A so, Grand River, Outer Drive, Evergreen. Those are three streets. Those are three streets. <laughs> Triangulate. One of these things. Recalculating.
5: We haven't signed the lease yet, so.
1: Ah,
0: okay. We're close. So you've got Justin Spot that's opening up soon. Rosedale Beer and Bistro. Yep,
5: they'll be right, our neighbors.
0: Right in front of my house. Oh wow. You've got so two neighbors now. So I got two neighbors. Yeah. Got two
1: neighbors. So <laughs> there's there's a potential that I might actually get another letter from the city about another business that's within <laughs> three hundred feet of my house. What did they house.
5: say to you? I'm um, curious.
1: They really didn't say they, they didn't say much. It was just pretty much I got a letter in the mail that said, uh, someone is getting ready to open a business in your neighborhood that's within three hundred feet. So oh. by law they had to contact us and you know it, it essentially said that there was a brewery right. that was going to open and there's this hearing it's going to happen at the city of this date. Um, Did you go? No, no. I just pretty much, I said, you know, I, I, I this have is a
5: win win. <laughs> it,
1: it, it's sort of a win win for me, but that, it, it, in some respects, you know, my side, I'm like, okay, I'm great. But, you know, there's still the fact that there is now a brewery that is, I, I can pretty much just walk out my back gate walk 20 steps to the left and I'm at the
0: brewery and so like, now Dina has walk 20 steps need a
4: straight line need, you don't need a beer cell <laughs> anymore
3: you have a beer place right there so clear up another room We're,
1: that's going to cost more it's like mm. I'd rather I just have the beer in the house it's relative but I think so, it's more so, just, just having the brewery that's that's near the house and and having um you know a, a bunch of cars and customers that are going to be in the area that that but they're my only serving have, beer
5: so right, you and, change the dynamic a bit when you serve liquor
1: right i i, I think for for the most part i'm okay with it I, I think uh my concerns is that you know being uh one of the block captains of our block that i have to hear the concerns of of my, everybody, else? everybody else
4: i love and that neighborhood. everybody else is just kind of <laughs>
1: There's gonna be all these cars. There's gonna be this traffic, and if there's gonna be traffic, there's gonna be more people looking for opportunities to steal steal things out of cars. Yeah. So, well, you know that goes with with every other. I mean, the good and the bad. I, I'm, I'm at Eastern Market Brewing every Wednesday. There, there's a two cars that get broken in almost every time I'm there. Really? It, it just happens.
3: I, maybe I just don't go there enough. I haven't been broken into you know, yet.
5: Well, knock on something, kid. Yeah. Come on. It's <laughs> something fate. I, I
0: just don't drive there. <laughs>
5: You fly. What's that? You take your zip line?
0: Uh well I mean I tell you what, I could probably there's there's probably a good trajectory from my sixteenth store or sixteenth floor apartment that I could get right to Easter market. So if
5: I look right. up in the sky one day and I just see a man no. <laughs> ziplining back and forth from
6: Easter market a lot. Back Kevin and forth. It's gotta have rats? like the, the
0: electric one that can go upwards. So I can like Gosh. go back up. So are to you my, gonna
3: get your your bat belt like yeah. in, like
0: yes. Mall Rats? Yes. Yes, I shoot it up and just get back up to the I'll 16th floor.
1: And to, to, to clarify on, on Easter Market, I guess that, that's a bit of an exaggeration. I just, I'm just i a little, you know, that that crap just happens. It doesn't happen every time I'm out there. It just, it seems like when there's a, a big crowd and there's a lot of cars that are out there, somebody's car gets hit. Yeah. It's
0: but just I think a numbers
3: just, game. It's just, I think it's anywhere. That's <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, just, it's a numbers. Yeah, yeah. It's, as she said, it's a numbers game. You're going to go there. And nobody's gonna think anything of it because there's so many people around that you're just gonna. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. I mean, you got it's it's not it's not necessarily a Detroit problem. It's just a crime problem that happens in right. every I think city. it's just a
3: population density problem. Well, yeah,
0: yeah, I'm sure it would happen over at like Palace of Auburn Hills. I'm
3: sure, it happens at North Center Brewing in Northville, Michigan. Okay, it probably
0: doesn't happen at North Center Brewing <laughs> over at
4: Northville, Michigan,
0: which is why you should go to North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, just south of Eight Mile over on North Center Road. North, go <laughs> check them out. <laughs> Cody the brewer, she's amazing. Uh, we will be doing a little bit of pouring at the Summer Beer Fest for yeah, North Center Brewing.
2: Oh, we're doing we're North Center now?
0: Uh, well, um, somebody team? was a late add to the uh, the Summer Beer Fest gang, so Someone, uh, yeah. Cody is helping us oh, by hey. giving us a uh, a pour ticket, so we will be over there, and we'll also be over at Sellerman's. Uh,
2: yeah, okay, that's about to say. So. We got two. We have to commit to two
0: hours. Well, no, I mean, I, I no. We, we I have know. To well, we, well,
2: we know Matt ain't committing to that because Matt, Matt's going to be
0: at North Center slinging beers with Cody for an hour or two. Yeah, Matt's gonna Matt's gonna take it easy. Matt's not going to get mad. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> so, so let's
3: back up and talk about Brute Detroit. Not Brute Detroit, but Brute Detroit. Brute. <laughs> Brute. What was the origination of Brute Detroit?
5: Um, I got bored. Um, <laughs> I, I was working in a bored. cubicle, and you know, oh. I was kind of just doing the, the nine-to-five thing. And I put myself through school, you know, bartending and mm. working in the restaurant industry, and I missed it. I actually, my students did a project with the uh, when I, my cubicle job. I had a team of students do a project with the Grandma Roseville Development Corporation. And uh, just so happens I got some good market research information about no. the neighborhood really wanting to have a wine bar. <laughs> and Can, can, we, can uh, you say
1: which building it is?
5: Uh, it's vacant right now. <laughs> in that in that area.
1: In that area. It has.
5: Oh. It's a, a brightly colored building. Was it once a pizza spot? No, okay. never.
0: Was it once a dispensary?
5: Nope, never.
0: No. Was it once a pawn shop?
5: Nope. You're getting well,
0: warmer, though. Well, that's like
1: 98 of previous <laughs> buildings in Detroit. You should be able to answer There's, my your there, question there, there, now. There, there was a restaurant that was over there. That.
0: Uh...
5: It's not that one.
0: Oh, it's not that one. Okay. Are you still going to be doing pop ups though, with the brick and mortar, or yeah,
5: we're uh, we'll we'll keep the beer and wine garden going as long as we can, and we'll keep the Dequindre Cut Freight Yard going as long as we can, and uh, we have a few other things in the works, and then we do a lot of private events as well. So, all of this is uh, is going to keep kicking and screaming as long as I can.
0: So what 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 is a private event to you? Like, what does that mean? Like, what if if I were to call you, like, who would I be calling you for a private event?
5: Uh, we get a lot of corporate events. Uh, mm. Folks want to do like happy hours and stuff. Uh, we just did something with a, a downtown company. They wanted to do just like a a team engagement. Uh, we had one today actually too. It was just you know let's let's all huddle together and and drink and eat tacos. Um,
4: so I it's am kind sold of, on that. <laughs> I'm like I want to
5: work for you too. Um, but uh, yeah, so just like a lot of a lot of corporate events. But we also on the other side too uh, do a lot of private wine tastings. Mm. We have some bachelorette parties that we're doing. Oh. Um, in-home pairings. If folks want to get that crazy from five people to fifty people, uh, we also have some bachelor. Or I just said that uh, we have some rehearsal wedding stuff coming up, and oh. actually a wedding uh, that we're going to do at the Line really? Garden. Mm-hmm.
2: Very, cool. Very cool.
5: So, uh, so yeah, it kind of spans all over the place. But big or small, you know, from head count to budget, we can pretty much work with anything. Uh, we like to, you know, break down the barrier and get you exposed to some cool stuff from around the world or even in your backyard, uh, without really having to try too hard. So uh we're pretty flexible and I, I like to have fun, and get creative with events. So
0: you go to uh brutedetroit.com. That's B R U T D E T R O I T dot com. You can actually go to their events page and you can see all of the events at not only just for Brute Detroit, but for uh, the freight yard as well. Yep. So you can get all the information. So today, which is the I believe it's the twentieth. Yep. Till midnight. Yep. Uh, Till midnight. So uh, they it pretty much <laughs> pulls it off. Uh, DJ Burnin Bush.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, over at the Freight yeah. Yard. <laughs> that um, name,
5: I just love it. The Villagers Beer
0: and Wine Garden over on fourteen twenty Van Dyke Street. Uh, is that like where your pop up is? Correct. That's where the beer and wine garden is.
5: Yeah. Okay. It, or well, you just said that, but yeah, it's uh, it's an open field. It's kind of a like very kind of traditional German style hangout place, tucked away in the neighborhood, all open air. Uh, we have a shipping container on that location as well. Uh, we do have four taps, so we have keg beer on rotation. Um, right now, we have some Griffin Claw, uh, some batch. Um, What else do we have?
0: I mean, Griffin Claw is in Detroit, so that's kind of like breaking your own rules.
5: I say in the area. Oh, okay. In Michigan. (laughs) I mean,
0: Birmingham ain't much of a Detroit city. Metro. Rochester. Wow. Wow. We had some Atwater
5: on tap, too. That's good. There you go. Sassy pants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Says the boy who was born at the mean streets of 18 Mile and Troy. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Even I was born in Royal Oak, Beaumont. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. I, I
0: was born and raised in Troy, I,
2: Rob, you, I was I was born in Detroit. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I was born in Detroit too. I lived in Detroit
0: for as a few well.
3: Years. Yeah, yeah, suburbs my entire life.
0: So let's let's learn a little bit about you. What's your favorite beer or beer style?
5: Um, well, I'll drink about anything really, but I do like an amber. Um, I don't. Uh, I, I do enjoy a nice heavier beer once in a while, but I really go for like an amber. If I see that, I'm I'm all over it.
4: <laughs>
0: there's not too many Ambers. Amber? El Rojo and Bells, bells and, and, and Rochester Red. Yeah. Alaskan Amber is an beer. It's not an Amber. It
3: still says Amber on it. It says
0: Amber as much as this says Holy Moses, but there's no Moses in here. <laughs>
4: you never <don't> know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I ain't feeling very uh, religious-y. Well, uh, there, could
3: be feel mo- really mosey. there could be Moes in there, but multiple Moes. Oh my
0: gosh! <laughs> I think we're really split on this decision. Wow. <laughs> Maybe we should part away and go back to our uh, conversation.
5: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let you people go back to her. Though. Come back to me, guys so
0: uh, Amber Ales, what about like a favorite brewery? like where do you like to go?
5: Mm, well I'm or are you a wine
0: drinker because you're
5: honestly you you a, a look wino. at anybody in the wine industry and they're oh. they're pounding beers after work like, okay. this <laughs> <laughs> is how it works. Um, but no, I mean I I really enjoy all all libations. To be honest, I like an amber ale. I'll I'll try anywhere. I, I usually when I walk into a brewery, I get a flight, and
4: okay. then
5: you know I start there, taste as much as I can because usually I'm working, so I only get so much time to just go and actually have sure. fun like everybody right. else. Um, so uh, I mean, I really usually it's hard to find something I don't like. Um, so, but, uh, the brewery Vivant, we went out there, yep. um, that was, I, I really appreciate their, their story, um, yeah. and what they do, uh, their,
2: their, their facility is awesome.
5: I, it, it's a cool, cool place. Yeah. And the, the owners are just really down to earth people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoy what they're doing, um, background too, in like community and economic development. So that social enterprise kind of, um, support the community vibe, which, you know, they really live and breathe is, is cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. So.
0: I think we see that with a lot of breweries, though. That a yeah. lot of, especially when we had uh, Dearborn Brewing come out, and the first thing is they're like, because they were the first brewery in Dearborn ever, like not even pre-prohibition or anything like that. So when, you know, we we see both extremes where it's a pain in the ass to get all your breweries, it's a pain in the or all your. Um, Permits, mm-hmm. but in the same sense, there are places where, like, we want you here. We want you to Well, they succeed. got the, uh,
2: the Ford Motor crowd over there at Dearborn, didn't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they, like the, the headquarters right there down the road on Michigan Ave, you know, they're getting
0: everyone from Ford Motor Company to come over and visit. Well, they're so also— that's, but that's, like,
2: community right there.
0: Dearborn is a very interesting city simply because there are a lot of um, bars as well as alcohol-free Um, Mm -hmm. Restaurants, establishments. Uh, For instance, there is a a giant, and this is straight from the owner's mouth, what he told me, and I can't remember the name of the, I think it's called Stadium. It is a um, hot dog venue, and their goal is, we want to be Buffalo Wild Wings, except minus the alcohol. So they want it to be a sports bar minus the alcohol to cater to the. It's ambitious. Well, there there is a large non-drinking mm-hmm. crowd out there, especially yeah. you know depending on what type of religion you follow. There are a lot of people who don't drink but still want to go watch the Pistons game or still sure. you know. Yeah. And when you're in a area in a space of uh, Buffalo Wild Wings where they're trying to push no. Over serve, but push booze on you because that's right. where they're getting you on, you know, Marge, six, right. eight, you know, well, so exactly margin. I mean, two. well, the, the margin's definitely on the wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. They're, <laughs> they're a little saturated now because,
1: I mean, you've got Dearborn in one corner. The very next corner, I believe, is where Buffalo Wild Wings is. Yeah. But if you go further in the other direction, you've got Ford's Garage now.
4: Mm-hmm. And sure. so
1: now they've got to deal with Ford's Garage. And, you know, Ford's Garage is, is basically, you know, your kind of your run of the mill restaurant and grill. They've got I think they got like 20, 20 or 30 some taps that are in there. So it, it's I interesting, always see. it's
2: interesting with you know how that Michigan Ave is all set up in what is considered the greatest concentration of Arabic population mm-hmm. in the United States. Yep. It's it's really really fascinating that you have literally two different groups of establishments Catering to different groups of people,
0: but they're all awesome at the same well, time. Well, yeah, the the whole organization down there, and um, th- there's a lot of people in Dearborn, and it's so multicultural because yes. there's... You know, as as much as we say, as much as we say, uh, well, as much as even we even say a Muslim or an Arabic population, the the population itself spreads out so much because it's not all Lebanese or Syrian or Iraqi. Mm -hmm. It's such a wide range, and I think the people that go into Dearborn and how that revitalization and that kind of like switch over at Dearborn because Dearborn was definitely more of a bar city, yeah, um, bar and strip club city, I should say. Yeah, Um, Yeah. you know.
5: What's wrong with that?
0: Well, I, I think I think they wanted to change their identity a little more, and I think they wanted to bring a lot, you know, because people were coming downtown, and people were coming downtown from, uh, you know, west of Dearborn, and they're driving through Dearborn. It was almost like a drive-through city. You were driving sure. past Dearborn to get there, and they're like, "Why not stop here?" And it's I think a that's
5: commuter city for sure,
0: exactly. And yeah. I think that's why you see a lot of people and a lot of different businesses going up. Um, but then you have, you know, like crazy, crazy. Off the wall, out of the way places like Brown Iron Brew House over on, you know, <laughs> Van Dyke Road just north of 26 mile. Hello, Angela.
6: Hey.
0: How are you doing? I'm
6: great. Yeah, How are you guys? You kind
0: of just snuck in here.
6: I did. You no. Know, I mean
1: the long it's been stealth. since I've just heard that hey.
4: Hey. It's like the... we said her
2: name three times and she just appeared. Right.
4: <laughs> biggie, biggie smalls, biggie smalls, biggie smalls. That's an old South Park I reference. Know, South Park
2: reference. <laughs> It's like with
0: Angela, 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 Angela. Hey, it sounds like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> She's like part of the Brady bunch. Angela Brady. over We have to here. stop saying that, or we're
3: gonna have a really bad studio. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, what are you drinking?
6: Uh, what do you think I'm drinking?
0: <laughs> uh, well, I would say M43, but it's not.
6: Which Old Nation Family Beer am I drinking? I have Greenstone today.
0: I heard you went to the brewery, or you went to Ellison.
6: I went to Ellison. Yep.
0: So you were really close. I
6: it killed and you didn't how go. Close I was. <laughs> I was on a time crunch, so.
0: How'd you like Ellison?
6: It was great. My first time there.
0: Yeah. Did you have any of the spirits there or just the beer?
6: Just beer. Just Did you beer. get that it juice? Was, it was a super quick one and done. I had sexy little thing when I was there.
3: Okay, so you didn't get that juice. No. <laughs>
6: <laughs> That's like
2: Matt's face. I know.
6: I would, you know, knowing what I know now, I should have brought home a whole bunch and I didn't. So yeah. if anyone can bring us some Ellison. Focus, I guess I think
2: up. I still got some of their vodka sitting
0: at home. Right, well, right. you know, before we go on break, maybe we should contact Jack over at Zatuna Liquor over on Rochester <laughs> Road. Just are out of the first I'm second. sure we'll talk about more about that. <laughs> right. But uh, they do can sexy little things, so maybe Jack might be able to uh, get that for us. You
2: hear that,
6: Jack? <laughs> and they are sexy little cans too.
0: But it is uh, <laughs> it is twenty to uh, eight. So we're going to take our first break. We'll be right back. Better on Draft Podcast.
1: And that's and and we are, of pants. wow,
6: damn.
1: <laughs> and Matt just got muted.
0: We are live, episode one hundred and forty, better on Draft Podcast.
6: 140, huh? So can we tell? One hundred and
0: forty, yes.
6: Yeah, Did uh, the listeners hear that conversation off break or what?
0: No, they did not. not. Nobody knows (laughs) what you said. I feel
6: like I just want to make note that Nicole and I go way, way, way back. Like like, this, son. Way back. Way back. To
0: about
6: 10 years ago, we (laughs) were hustling up fajitas. Yeah.
5: Yeah, Leaving smelling like fajitas and Wings. And margaritas, which sound really and good selling our right
6: soul for chips and salsa. Queso. Queso. Queso, I used to work at
5: the
3: Blockbuster next to you.
0: <laughs> no, you're muted still. You <laughs> worked at
6: that Blockbuster? No,
0: you're, you're still muted. I
6: have story. Get away from my No, microphone.
0: we don't care about no, your story. I want
6: to hear about this. I used to go rent movies there all the time.
3: <laughs> so in 04, I used to work at that Blockbuster. And we had a st- understanding that we would go and we would get that bag of chips and the bucket of salsa at oh, the beginning yeah. of the shift. And whoever gave it to us, at the end of their shift, they would come and rent a free movie from us.
5: Oh, oh I used I to do a carry out. When I, when I first worked at Chili's back in like 2000, when it opened, it was like 2002 or something uh, yeah, like that. maybe. And I was the carry out or to go specialist. Yeah, yeah so I have that
4: title. I don't know if yeah. you guys ever. <laughs> Under my belt.
5: If you ever got a free video, that
3: was
4: free. I Ma. never got, I got a free
6: video. Free. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to. But yeah, you know what I used to do to those bags of chips?
0: <laughs> Lick them all. <laughs>
5: Nothing good ever happened.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, that's about as (laughs) as bad as I was drinking Jaeger and.
6: (laughs) how (laughs) rude (laughs) people were when they ordered their food. I would take that bag and I would just go like that and break as many of them. you are sassy.
1: You're evil incarnate. (laughs) Thanks, Satan. (laughs) That is awesome.
0: We had, back in my last office job, someone at a potluck brought a bag of Chipotle. Or not Chipotle, um... Kodoba? Kodoba? No, chilies. Chili's, <laughs> Chili's chips. Way to cool. cheap out on that one.
3: They were like $2, weren't they? Yeah, Four literally. B- b- and, and that
6: was for chips and salsa. And if you wanted, <laughs> you could probably get double that because we just gave it away.
1: <laughs> That's what you... She- oh!
6: oh
1: Come on. The days...
6: The good
3: old days. Matt, do you have a
6: lot of free movies from that blockbuster that you just kept?
3: I did, but they were all
0: VHS. And (laughs) then it's since going the way of the dinosaurs. I am
6: a VHS player. um, I think they
0: call them VCRs.
6: That's what I have. <laughs> I, uh, oh my god, so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> My father has every James Bond
3: movie till about Goldeneye because I got them all That's for when like it three dollars.
0: Right. <laughs> so uh, as always, segment two. Here
1: is Robert with the beer news. If that just gets
0: quiet.
6: I'm well, ready we- for this. I'm so out of the loop. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, nervous hopefully we'll see happening. what happens when we do put you into the loop. There's not, but, you know, there's not a whole
0: lot. There's some shit that went down this week.
1: There's some shit that went down this week. So, you know, we might as well just go ahead and just kind of, you know, go and, and take care of the elephants in the room and, and just dive into one of the biggest topics that uh, hit uh, the Midwest Beer World this past week, and that is the saga that is Lakeville ville, oh, Brew
6: Crew. I did see that.
1: Uh, a little less than a week ago, a yet-to-open brewery had plans to release beers that would have names like Flint, Michigan Tapwater, water, <gasps> uh, Black Beer Matters, and White Guilt. <laughs> As
0: I know, I was what? I was responding to her reaction because I know all these, and oh. she's like, "Oh my God." Uh, So the idea behind these, said the
1: owners, John Duncan and Rodney uh, Sheldick, uh, was to bring awareness and discussion to these issues, our region and and you know, as the whole country has. Uh, but once word got out uh, about those beer names, just a flood of negative comments hit them, just pretty much every which way possible. You don't say. The, I was going to say, the shocker. Thing, there actually were some positive comments. There was one. There was there was one. one. <laughs> there was one. Uh, some some guy had had posted as like you know. Uh, props to you for being courageous to you know to bring up these issues and stuff like that but pretty much everything else was just like yeah you know what y'all can can, can, can kiss take our boxes. asses um, where so, do we
6: start with the list of problems we have with
1: this <laughs> well we're getting is there is is there a but take and knee brew it there's, there's mm. ooh that's I'm surprised I didn't think of that. That's on their next uh, one. That's because right. they're not that's creative, the let's right. be honest here. So, But, but basically this week, uh, the brew crew came out with a statement, uh, reading in part, quote, "...we neglected to put ourselves in the shoes of other people. As a result <laughs> of ongoing conversations, the list of beer names has been wiped clean. It was poorly marketed, and it was done without considering the impact of what it
0: would have on other people." Uh, the so article- they're, they're backtracking their whole, we're trying to bring light to the situation, uh, first statement that they had. Right. Because their first statement was, oh, we want to bring light to the situation of things <laughs> like with the Flint, Michigan tap water. and And we want to black- make
5: money at the same time. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, and not realizing how tone deaf it was, and they still still don't understand how tone deaf it was. Right,
1: and you know the article kind of went on to say, and this is what kind of still the 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 tone deafness really just hit the peak, was that the article went on to say that the brewery had no intentions to make contributions to the Flint water crisis, or really it didn't. There was nothing mentioned in the article about any other you know you know giving. Any type of donations or contributions to any of those issues, uh, but they said that they are in the process of looking at other philanthropic opportunities. Uh, but pretty much, we know the majority of breweries they have, you know, what what we always see as the the uh, the feel good tap, mm-hmm. that one tap where whatever it is you get, they give like a dollar or something to a local charity or something like that. And to me, it's like, why bring awareness to issues? If the only way you're going to help is to give a name to beer that, you know, to the outside world, they're going to look at it like, you know, what the hell are you doing? It's like like you make – you name it Flint water – Flint, Michigan water crisis or tap water um, and pretty much what? You're just going to make like a, a, a standard like amber or brown. It's just going to pour just pretty much what the people in Flint are seeing coming out of their, their damn taps. Why yeah, would just, I that, yeah. and and not give any type of contribution? Even have thought to give a contribution to, to the situation. They thought they were being funny. <clears throat> hmm? They thought they were being.
3: Yeah, funny. I guess it. It doesn't. Like, first of all, it's Indiana. Okay, have they not been to Gary? Do they not what's going on in in that area? Um, they have enough problems locally in Indiana that I don't think they need to be reaching around. To Michigan? Well, to, it's, it's
1: bad enough we have those Thanks Michigan commercials that are actually having in a commercial somebody saying they were going to move to Gary, Indiana because their car insurance was cheaper.
3: Hmm. I'm sure it is. <laughs> oh, it is. That's another, well, that's that's another issue all entirely. Yeah. But um, it, just, it seems like someone like Ken was saying, trying to be funny, and then I, I bet you one thing happened. They got drunk. They thought of this, hey, we're going to do this crazy idea, and then they woke up the next morning like, Oh shit! We just burned our own house down. Well, nah, I don't. Yeah, well, th- I, don't even... I don't
0: think they felt that. They tried to double down. Yeah,
1: it was. I mean, because I mean, it wasn't even the next morning. They're 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 sitting there with with these names and they're they're, they're going for it, and then all of a sudden, you know, Facebook hit them like the freaking owner of the Detroit Mercantile, and they decided, oh. all right, so they we're going to back <laughs> oh, up. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Oh, you went. There. I went there.
5: That one's fresh.
0: <laughs> that, that was very very fresh. Is that the dude that shot the dude in the. No, no that's the, the dude that someone. spit on the dude.
5: You didn't get that one?
3: No, no. I was thinking of the guy in Eastern Market who was trying to get jumped and he just shot the guy. Oh, no.
1: no. Is it sad, that We have
5: to be like, no, it's not that one. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not that one. It's <laughs>
1: the other one. I mean, you it's you just. You live in southeastern Michigan. <clears throat> <land>. Pure Michigan. <laughs> pure Michigan. I mean, you would think there, there's at least. Even when you talk about situations like that, I, there, obviously there are certain situations that don't have a statute of limitations. There are things that you don't, you know, bring light to ever again or try to make fun of. Or profit off or, of. Or profit off of. I mean, even in this situation, had the situation in Flint been fixed... I think you still have another 10 to 20 years before you drop something like that.
5: It's just never going to be it, funny though.
1: Right. It's just, I don't <laughs> yeah, think I don't, it's ever that's one of those things where it's never going to be funny. Yeah.
3: And it seems like one class of people is trying to make fun of another class of people. Like it would almost be like and they would never do it like Griffin Claw in Birmingham, an affluent community making fun of a very non-affluent community. Mm-hmm. Cuz I don't know who these Lakeville, and Indiana people are. <coughs> But I bet you they're not struggling like Flint is. So no, no, they
1: have it like it's called like life size posters of Larry Bird and Wheat. Like it, Fuck, it's it's the,
3: it's the premise of punching down. You know, don't ever make fun of someone lower than you or worse off than you. Always fight somebody higher or better off.
5: Yeah, you shouldn't have to be told right. not yeah. to do that. But Indiana,
3: I mean, it's literally one of the worst states in the union for a reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so and Indiana versus Ohio.
1: Oh, oh, for Matt, this this is tough. This is tough.
2: Careful, man. We got friends down in Toledo.
1: The people of Indiana
3: are great-ish. Ish. <laughs> Parts of Ohio are nice. People of both sides are great. <laughs> very fine people. Very fine people. Very fine people. Both sides of the state line. I'm going to give the nod to Ohio because of two reasons. The University of Miami...
4: The
0: Redhawks. The Redhawks, and that's I, Miami University.
3: Miami University. I went there as a college freshman, and had I gone there prior to that, that is the college I would have gone to. So. And number two. Probably the proximity to party stores, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
6: And like Indiana, I love that, just, store.
1: Oh, that
3: store. I've had amazing. some really weird times in both states. <coughs>
6: Why are you hanging out in Indiana? Uh, well, I used to have an office
3: in Indianapolis when I lived in Columbus, so sometimes I would traverse that three-hour well, trip. so tri- much
6: I don't know about you. I didn't know you had an office in Columbus. Yeah, I'm a
3: world traveler in the Corn Belt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> world traveler. World <laughs> traveler. I actually watched the. Dis- I was at, from the coast of Columbus, Ohio, to the coast of Indianapolis. From
3: Steubenville to Terre
0: Haute, from Crown
3: Point to Newport. Um, but I actually was living in Columbus and watched the decision in Indianapolis oh, and laughed my ass off.
4: I watched
0: the decision at the Royal Oak Brewery. Okay, is that you drank them out of beer? Yes, of course. That's always. that's how I remember that day decision the decision lebron the decision. jane you oh, know what you're yeah, muted yeah 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 no you're muted after that I watch basketball no nobody cares <laughs> you can't see the basket oh <laughs> damn and, and Matt then goes Matt goes got there to... no you're still you're still nah, muted too unmute <laughs> my
2: microphone damn it.
4: he's
0: not he's un- no so it's it's as as we kind of like go full circle before we get to the next thing it's it's definitely a place of white privilege um, for lack of better words, it's white middle class. These guys thought they were being funny. They thought, and it it, it happens in all aspects of life in regards to taking a part of um, whatever situation is going on. And yes, I unmuted. Was Logan Jesus. Paul the brewer? I'm sorry. Was Logan. Logan Paul the brewer? Oh my well, god. Well, uh, again, like you're you're trying to get clicks. You're trying to get hits, mm-hmm. and that was their goal. Is they were trying to get clicks and trying to get hits. And it's you. You look at. Everyone who tries to do it these days, and it's you know we live in a world where social media is social media dictates media, and therefore, and and I've said it before, and I I, I will I will finish the sentence with if you can dictate social media and you have such a following, you can dictate media. That is why the biggest people on social media have the biggest following, have the biggest, you know, whatever they say goes almost. Mm-hmm. You know, your Beyonce's, your Justin uh, uh, short one. Bieber's. Beavers, oh, thank you. Oh, I thought about
6: to say something about Timberlake, and I was going <laughs> to jump on you.
0: Hey, now. Like an so angry... Justin Timberlake. <laughs> no, the, the short, I was, the small I one. I was
6: just thinking today how much I love Justin Timberlake.
0: We all do. Well, he brought <laughs> yeah. sexy back. I mean, what else? What isn't there to love about him? Hey, Prince said it never left. I mean, the Kings of Leon said it was on fire, so. Oh boy, it <laughs> sounds like it needs antibiotics. <laughs> so what else have we got in the news, Ralph?
1: Uh, so Bells is at it again, um, increasing on their their uh, hoppy footprint, as we're going to call it now, uh, moving ste- one step closer to U.S. domination, hmm. as the brewery has announced plans to distribute in the state of Colorado. Um, founder of President Larry Bell stated that uh, they've sent shipments to Colorado in the past, and they've gotten pretty good reviews. And now they pretty much feel like they are capable of being able to have Bell's beer in Colorado full time. Uh, they are planning on having the entire Bell's catalog, so uh, there will be no scrimping and just sending out... Uh, Bell's Amber and and Kalamazoo Stout and maybe some Expedition. They're they're supposedly sending everything out there. Um, now you
0: name three beers, not name the number one beer or the number two beer.
1: Oh, because you know, keep my two hearted here. I don't, I don't want it going out there. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, as we remember uh, Laura Bell, you know, at the time when she was the president, she had uh, had made the statement that the future was to see bells in 50 states by 2020 and with the addition of colorado i believe that now puts them 10 away
0: so i don't know where i don't know if you got it from the bells website but i'm on seekabrew and it looks like they have not they're only in like 30 states i thought it was 38 or 30, 37 or 38 well, I'm, I'm i'm seeing like 30 brewbound headed at 40
6: i thought it was 38 too i thought it was 12
0: no, <laughs> well, the original it's, colony. I got a wrong. <laughs> <Kentucky. laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kentucky wasn't a colony. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe We're not counting commonwealth wells. Damn it. All right, let me cut those out. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you said that, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Kentucky isn't a colony. Was it an original 13? No. Kentucky no. was not part <laughs> of the original 13, Matthew. It's a
5: little too deep into
0: the... So that was too deep of a <laughs> cut? Yeah. Like <laughs>
5: they just wanted 1770s? The tip. They just wanted the tip of the, they, the they, East Coast.
0: Y- your, your statement's just coming off a little... Uh,
1: according to, to Brewbound, oh, it says, Off-premise sales of Bell's beer... Uh, which will now be available in 40 states. We're up 4% through June 17th.
0: So I'm on Seeker Brew. Obviously, it may not be updated. I'm just saying that's where I'm getting my info from. Gotcha. So, uh, it says updated June 8th, 2018. Hmm. That's what they say.
1: So something really happened those last 11 days in between the 8th and the 17th, I guess. <laughs> that
0: That's June, not July. No, this says June, too. Oh, well. I said June 17th. Well, damn.
5: You guys should battle.
0: <laughs> Rob wouldn't want to deal with my uh my spit and my flow. Wow. If only we
6: knew someone that we could contact to ask this very question.
0: I mean, I could probably I know Erica and Emily, so I'm sure we could ask someone and figure it out. So continue, Rob. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Continuing. Um, let's see. So we'll go with uh we'll go with this one. This one actually I was going to we didn't get a chance to get to last week, Uh, but uh, beer industry trade groups have been making an effort to make permanent excise tax cuts for brewers and importers, Uh, and they've now found themselves an ally in Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. Oh, jeez. Yes, you know, (laughs) Amy's, what's it, cousin? Uncle. Uncle? Great uncle. uncle? Mm -hmm. Great uncle. uncle.
0: Wait, are they actually
1: related? Yes. Yes.
0: I did not know that. Great uncle, yes. All right.
2: (laughs) All right. I got to read this. So are
0: are you <laughs> – si- So, you know, obviously Chuck Schumer has been married for like 38 years. Are you saying his wife may be the bride of Chucky? Dude. Uh...
3: Um, mute yourself for that one, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Schumer had made comments in a speech stating that there was a bipartisan support for the Craft Beverage Modernization and Tax Reform Act, which we actually have talked about that before. And it was going to reduce the federal excise tax from $7 to $3.50 per barrel on the first 60,000 barrels for domestic brewers producing fewer than 2 million barrels annually. Uh, It would also cut the tax to $16 a barrel on the first 6 million barrels for all other brewers and beer importers while maintaining the $18 per barrel producing less than $6 million or and obviously more than $2 million. So I, I guess, I don't know, I didn't really have much of a, a, of a question of it. I was just kind of thinking about with the taxes going down and the potential, well, I guess not really the potential anymore, but the, the fact that the cost of aluminum is going up is... Aluminium.
0: Aluminium, damn it. We have, we have Canadians who like our show. Yes. We have to be proper. Is
5: that, is that how they. Aluminium?
0: Aluminium yes. Aluminium. That's how everybody else. I think that's how everyone else in the world pronounces it really? but us. My
5: mind is just blown. Yes. <laughs> I did not know that. And Are you screwing with me?
0: I'm not at all. No. no. There's a song actually uh, so, by did, the Bare did, Naked did, Ladies. Did they play it? Uh, they did not play it, oh, but there's a song by the Barenaked Ladies called Aluminum, and the lyric goes, Aluminum to me, Aluminium to some.
5: Oh, and if you go... That just legitimized the whole conversation. You could actually go
0: Because uh, of a Barenaked Ladies
5: yeah,
3: song. Naturally. There was a Daily Show segment that John Oliver did when he was hosting, mm-hmm. and he calls it Aluminium, and he starts it with, yes, the rest of the world calls it Aluminium. <laughs> you How did I not know this? Non- I, I, I feel
4: like I should have If know you that.
3: If you're on the metric system, you call it Aluminium.
5: Hmm. I'm not. And my uh, neither is the
1: entire country. <laughs> so
5: I don't feel Unfortunately,
1: so bad. I don't know why we still don't do that shit.
5: Well, now um, I'm going to call it aluminium for the rest <laughs> of my life.
1: And the people are going to look at you like what? Yep. And you I'm you look look at, at them look, and be yeah, like, aluminiums? you're the weird one.
0: Yeah. You say tomato, I say
1: tomato. But I guess with with the taxes potentially going down and the cost of aluminium going up, is 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 that
0: going to make much of a I guess is it going to make much of a difference? They're they're going to have to spend more anyways. Yeah, like at the the aluminum prices going up is something we're seeing because what we're learning, and again, this is a lot of speculation, a lot of trade speculation. But what we're learning from breweries that a lot of companies are purchasing aluminum in the United States. Or not aluminum in the United States aluminum from outside of the country before the tariffs hit, and basically hoarding it. Hmm. And when you don't have that type of similar to the hops problem a few years ago. With well, the, the the hops problem there was there was an actual shortage. I mean, if they're, due they're to still, weather, but we're still talking about a shortage regardless of how the source. Well, a shortage of price, correct?
1: It's kind of the same thing with diesel engines, which is kind of weird because when you know all of the EPA standards came out and they started doing, you know, th- this new 2010 uh, EPA standard. You had all of these fleets and, and fleet owners and 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 other businesses that were actually buying trucks that were the previous specification because they felt they were easier to deal with and felt like they were going to get better gas mileage, uh, get get better um, quality out of the truck rather than have to go with a new one. <laughs>
3: I don't know if I have any. I just uh, don't have anything to add.
2: Uh, just <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
0: No pass. We've passed. Matt has nothing to say.
2: I'm just blown away that Chuck Schumer and Amy Schumer are related. <laughs> Out of the
4: whole
0: conversation. Nick is still mind blown about Yes,
3: I'm
6: extremely mind blown by She actually
3: did a, a little PSA at Congress with him by her side about gun control. Is
6: there some like some family photos we can see side by side? N-
2: not side by side, but Chuck Schumer <laughs> and Amy Schumer are second cousins once removed.
6: You're really digging deep on Google over there. Yes, I... Oh, well, no,
2: Wikipedia,
0: actually. Uh, Wiki. <laughs> oh, I, I actually found a side-by-side photo of both of them.
1: Ooh, like I'm saying, they were... That so you'd, pretty, you'd have to come around I'll to the...
0: It I, I swear I <laughs> saw, like, a couple of those pictures yeah. on Instagram before, so... Yeah, see this. They, they oh, are... Yeah. They
1: are...
6: I I do I, love Amy. I think I, she's hilarious. They
2: are. Sorry, are. Saw her at Jill Lewis. I said she's she's going to oh, be wow. at uh,
1: Caesars next month,
0: or September, I think. It was
2: not a bad show. First actual stand-up show I actually
5: went
0: to. Yeah, but that's a show in a foreign country anyways.
5: Do they talk about aluminum?
0: <laughs> or aluminium? No, she just drank a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, nothing wrong with that. No,
2: nothing wrong with that at all. I'm just saying, no. that's just
0: pointing out a fact there. I mean, there's there's Place a lot of wine you can drink when you go to a Brew Detroit, uh, Brute Detroit pub. Brute, Brute Detroit. Brut Detroit. Not,
1: not by Fabergé. Brute Detroit.
4: <laughs>
2: not by Fabergé. <laughs>
6: <laughs> um, speaking of stand-up, does anybody listen to Big Mouth on Netflix? Or watches? Not listens. Not
1: yet. I have not. I, I saw to. the first half this season.
6: And what did you think?
3: It was just kind of all over the place.
6: you got to finish the whole thing.
3: Okay, I'll, I'll do that for you next
6: That's week. That's your homework. I've been uh-huh. watching
3: Letterkenny all week. Thanks, I don't Ken. know what that is. What? Letterkenny on Hulu? It's, it's basically... Oh, you're thanking
0: me for the Hulu, not for yeah. the Letter Letterkenny
3: referral. Is a show. It's a Canadian show. It's basically The Office with dry humor, but Canadian hillbillies. Oh. So you just.
5: You just sold it really
3: well. (laughs) So it's dry, not funny humor that's (laughs) enjoyable and humorous. Because it's dry and not funny? It's like the. I mean, it's like when you start watching The Office and you don't really know if you like it or not (laughs) because it's like nails on a chalkboard, but then you kind of get into it and appreciate it and enjoy it. Um, And
6: how did you find this show?
3: Just minute, Facebook, YouTube clips.
6: I'm obsessed with Big Mouth. I think that it is comedic gold. If anyone wants to nerd out about it afterward,
3: (laughs) I'll do the homework this week. Homework. Oh,
6: speaking of homework, my bells rep Ross (laughs) confirmed that there are 40 bells in 40 states. He works for bells.
2: There you go. There you go. Sweet. It's official.
0: Oh, official. I'm
6: so glad that we figured that out. <laughs> right. Maybe there was just a typo, you know, thirty instead of forty. Eh, maybe.
1: maybe.
0: Well, I mean, I had a map that told me which states it was too, so I think it's just obviously, you know, Chuck Schumer's fault, right?
2: <laughs> Damn. So, of course, we, we've
1: got the uh, the 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 21st annual Michigan Summer Beer Festival that is coming up next oh, week. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I have a question, and maybe our, our guests could answer it. Are there, like, wine festivals, the way we have beer festivals in the state?
5: Mm-hmm. There's one coming up from Our Detroit in August August 10th.
1: Or our Detroit does everything fancy.
5: Yeah. Well, I can't remember the dates, but it's it kind of is the tail end of their restaurant week. But I think it's the 10th and the 12th. It's that Friday and Saturday. But there's going to be tons of, of different wineries down. And there's also the... Um, another big wine fest in May-ish. May is Michigan Wine Month. So. Are there Detroit wineries? hmm There's one, Detroit Vineyards.
3: Where is that?
5: They're opening next to the Stro or in the Stroh's building over in Gratiot.
3: So is it merely a production facility then? Because I mean they don't obviously have grapes over on Gratiot.
5: I haven't toured it yet <laughs> honestly, uh, but they oh have gosh. another site over kind of in that Mount Elliott area. Um, but, uh, but th- yeah, Detroit's kind of a hard place to grow grapes.
0: I thought the distillery was over there and the Stroh's building. Detroit City Distillery. No oh, mem- distri- th- It's right across from mm-hmm. Eastern Market. No, actually. it's. No, there's, there's, there's a the old facility where the Stroh's is. I think,
5: I think their Detroit Vineyards is going into that kind of area. Okay. You know, it's like a little complex. So, um, but, yeah, there's the, the Detroit City Distillery, Whiskey. Um, their showroom, too. Or not showroom, tasting room. <clears throat> um. But, yeah, Detroit Vineyards, and uh, they're, uh, like I said, I haven't toured it yet, but growing grapes in Detroit is hard, just post-industrial. The only
3: grassy grape I know is that soda from
4: (laughs)
1: 25 years ago.
5: I think they do grow grapes. You just have to find a good parcel. And it's not contaminated. I'd be, I'd be afraid <laughs> of what's in the dirt. <laughs>
1: That'd be a good wine name, though, Grapes of and Grashit. There's a Grash.
5: pop called Grashit Grape. That would be.
1: I
3: think it might have been a four-local, like a malt beverage uh, thing. Uh,
2: <laughs> to town, town Club? No, it's <laughs> called
5: Grashit Grape. I don't know
0: what it was. <laughs> I was going to say, so I'm, I'm not a big wine drinker, but I have been to Motor City Wine over in Corktown, nice. and that's a nice little...
5: They got a great setup.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it was... Job. Uh, for for someone like I explained what my beer tasting and mm-hmm. flavoring was, and they were able to match me up with a wine that I would enjoy, and I drank it all. Yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's. There's a lot of parallels. I get a lot of folks that come to like a wine tasting. Well, let me, let me, <laughs> I'll explain a little more. A lot of husbands get dragged to the wine yes. tastings.
4: <laughs> <Yes>.
5: <laughs> and they're like, I don't drink wine. I drink beer. Or I drink bourbon. I'm like, listen, I do too. You know, it's cool. You, you can you can hang with us for a little bit. Don't worry.
3: Is there a wine that you would say is most like beer, like a, a style of wine or a flavor of wine that's the easiest transition
5: It just depends. It really depends because there's – if you like – let's say if you like a a grapefruity IPA, maybe you'd like a Sauvignon Blanc from Marlboro. It's got a lot of grapefruit flavors. Um, It just depends on what you like, what you're picking out of the beer that you like. So let's – I mean, it is
3: the most – like a PBR. We're we're drinking a PBR here. What wine – would be most like a <laughs> well, not, maybe not. like what's the most like macro lager ish?
0: Franzia yeah.
5: well you know I think a lot of go-tos are like perhaps like a Chardonnay from California which have like that really oaky I don't particularly care for that um, but that's kind of a, a common one you go to or you see a lot of you see a Cabernet and a uh, Cabernet Sauvignon and a Chardonnay um
3: See, the only time I ever drank wine is when it was the last thing left at a graduation party sure. about 15 <laughs> years ago. If you don't like it, you don't I was it, politely like asked it. to leave after I drank the entire bottle. <laughs> I
5: actually just, just a bottle? Learned... Come on, kid. It's like the kid. Arbor
3: Mist, like the Zinfandel <laughs> <laughs> that has all the fruits on the label. That's
5: just juice. That, That's starting
3: wine. I was like 16. I was starting. Yeah.
5: <laughs> That's training wheel
3: wine.
6: Boone's Farm. I don't even see that That's stuff crazy. around anymore. Boone's Farm? Oh, it's
5: everywhere.
2: Oh,
6: yeah. um, I, Arbor go, Mist, is Arbor that Mist? still on the show?
5: Midtown. Go
2: to Midtown. <laughs> it's there. Go it don't, to they State. don't
6: have it in so Midtown now.
2: Oh wow! Well, um, like co- at least a couple years ago,
6: they did. <laughs> Is it uh, Pinot Noir that has a bad rep, or no? I don't know. Pinot. Yeah. I was just at a wine event um, for Holiday Market, and I thought it was Pinot Noir that got like a bad rep. So a lot of. Uh, wineries will say that it's, like, a red blend, which is mostly Pinot Noir. Right. Because it's, like, more attractive name for selling points. Yeah, they
5: well, the, <clears throat> Pinot Noir is an expensive grape. So if you get, like, a real 100% Pinot Noir, um, it's probably going to be more pricey. So that's mm-hmm. a good way to tell. Otherwise, you know, there's different um, rules and regulations around how much of a particular grape you can have in a bottle and actually use that label. Huh. So a lot of times you find that there's... Um, a blend because, like, seventy-five percent of the of the bottle um, is, let's say, Pinot Noir, and the rest is a blend, so that they can kind of infill a bit, um, round out the flavors, if you will. So only it only hot dogs or they're all beef, yeah, but they're think, only 5%. think of Pinot Noir as meat <laughs> batter. Yeah, I think that's a great analogy. <laughs> It's
0: the hot dog. <laughs> the hot dog <laughs> blends. Uh, banging his head on the microphone. What? I don't know. I'm ready for some Lafayette now. I, I need a
2: margarita
5: and a cone. <laughs> yeah,
2: there you go. <laughs> and some chips and
5: salsa.
3: From
2: <laughs> <shows>.
3: <laughs> what about chips on your hot dog?
2: Uh, I'm, 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 I'm a potato chip I'm on a like
0: hot dog. Like, potato chip. I I
2: made. Made a Chicago thing though.
0: No, no, no Chicago's the, got like I 108. I know. Hot dog salad. What's hot dog, hot dog salad? Salad?
5: Can, can
6: we mute him now? You took one of my favorite foods and you lost me A Hot dog or
0: salad <laughs> <laughs> Or potato chip
6: I no. really love hot dogs
3: the best, the best way to do hot dogs and potato chips Is to put the potato chip between the hot dog And the bun yes. That way yes. you get the crunch and the snap I agree I just blew your mind didn't I Nick A little bit <laughs> Cool Ranch or Ruffles uh, Ruffles.
0: Ruffles For sure Buzzing. <laughs> Sar criminal. I, 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 like, I, like, stop asking. No, ruffles. <laughs> they have ridges. Oh my
4: That's God. That's all
0: you need. <laughs> ruffles, they have ridges. Ladies
6: and
2: gentlemen, we are officially derailed.
0: We're not derailed. Oh, we're about yes, to take a break. Sir. We'll De- be right back, derail. Better on Draft Podcast.
6: Die Mountain Dew is horrible
0: <laughs> And we are back episode one forty, Better on Draft Podcast. Uh, Mountain Dew. My name is Ken. Angela still does not like her diet Mountain Dew, <laughs> but Angela's here. But she is here. That's so score one for us.
6: Yeah. And kind of you. you I, I recommend everyone taking a little time off because you come back and you feel real special. <laughs> I
0: will okay, t- I'll take a month off. <laughs> <laughs> Good I, luck.
2: I took time off for the DCFC season. I didn't feel special when I got back.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Thanks. Yeah. Well,
2: maybe some people did. You know what? Come on, don't mute me. I'm pushing the button.
0: I hear you so loud in everyone <laughs> else's mics.
2: There, I figured out how to unmute myself.
0: So as always with segment three, you get those questions.
2: Shut the fuck up.
0: With Matt Bush, five questions test your might. <laughs> Is that the Stranger Things theme song? No! It's the Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat theme song.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
0: <Mortal laughs> <Kombat! laughs> <laughs> <All> so.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was my attempt at Stranger
0: Things. Anyway,
2: go ahead. Go! So.
3: Since we're going to be... Just so everybody knows, we're not going to be recording next week.
0: No, we will not. We will be live at the Fall Beer Fest. You can find Summer out... Beer fall, Sh- Summer, Summer Beer Fest. The Summer Beer Fest. We, we
3: will not be fast-forwarding that quickly. Maybe
6: we will go live... While we're at beer fest, oh, like, I
2: think so. Sure.
3: I
6: think I mean, we should. I mean, let the people, we'll, maybe we we'll do
0: some video. What we'll, our
6: favorite we'll, beers are? Yeah, we'll
0: we'll do some video. I'm sure they We'll sure. we'll have we'll have Angela manage all that, so she'll go oh, live. There might be
2: another freaking pyro at this beer fest, like there was at the fall one. Who knows? We're I gonna wasn't
4: there.
0: We're pyro. Probably...
2: Uh, yeah, didn't who had the pyro last year? Shorts.
0: Shorts. They have it every yeah, year. They have it every year. Well, that
2: was the first time I saw the pyro. Yeah, that
0: was there was a couple <laughs> years ago when I went with Brock and I freaking triggered his PTSD and I felt so fucking shitty. Oh. I'm like I'm sorry, we can walk far away from this place now. So, so, so five questions. Five questions is Matt Bush Beer Fest. Beer Fest. So, the movie?
3: No, not the movie. <laughs> you <Michigan> sheep shagger. <laughs> uh,
6: Michigan Festival. I think it's just.
0: I think he's just. He just wanted to label it. I don't think there's really any just a theme. Oh God. <laughs> so the Michigan
3: Brewers Guild. Yes. Held their first festival. It was the Summer Beer Fest in Ypsilanti. In what year? And the options are 1995. Nope.
0: 1997.
3: No. 1999 no. or 2002?
0: 97. Stop it. Shut up. The f-
6: Wait, no. no it's, it's 97.
0: It's 97. It's the so 20, 21st year. It's, it's 21st I year. I think
6: that sounds right, actually. Okay, you guys fine.
3: suck, okay? <laughs> I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I wrote the it.
0: article that just said it's the 21st anniversary, so <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that question. All right, fine. Freebie. <laughs> so I just learned that, that there is an International Beer Day. International Beer Day.
3: Is a celebration with the purpose to, one gather with friends and enjoy the taste of beer. Two, to celebrate those responsible for brewing and serving beer. And three, to unite the world under the banner of beer by celebrating the beer of all nations together on a single day. This festival is held on the first Friday of what month?
6: There's there's only
3: 12 so I'm not going to give you multiple
0: choice. The first Friday International Beer Day. I
6: guarantee I've posted about this at least one time in my social media.
0: Well, I'm sure you have, and I'm sure we have, and I'm sure everyone has. Uh, I have no idea.
6: Maybe a summer month. Can can you tell me if I'm hot or cold?
0: It is hot in the summer.
3: Because as Rob Thomas once said, it is is a hot one. Ooh. Wow. Like
1: seven
6: inches so from fir- the This is the song.
0: first Friday of this month. Yes, correct. Okay. Which month? <laughs> right. Which month is International Beer Day? August. I don't... I, I think it'd have to be something like... Oh, it's August. Damn! Damn!
4: Yeah. Dang. Okay. All right.
3: So you guys all have a beer in front of you.
0: Yep.
4: Um, well,
3: we will be here in the first Friday of August oh for sure. So oh shit. On Beer Advocate,
6: international beers.
3: On Beer Advocate, it is an eight percent ABV, three point one out of five.
6: <laughs> it smells like straight vinegar. And I don't even have a good sniffer because I've been sick all week.
0: Yeah, this smells like
3: vinegar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> four does... kinds of tart aromas. Vinegar, oh, lactobacillus, citrus, and fruit tartness, raspberry into Ooh. tobacco, and mild funk. Did you say tobacco?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did. And mild funk. It looks
3: reddish pink with the glass with a thin foam cap that quickly dissipates. It is a tart funky with a big raspberry presence on the palate. The tart flavors have the same aspects as the aroma and are medium white with the raspberry sweetness are medium. Lemon and mild vinegar notes as well as with the raspberry. The raspberry and alcoholic knock, a little intensity off this, but the acidity and carbonation still give a little bit of bite. The body is light and the carbonation is high. Overall, this is very refreshing, unusual, and interesting beer.
2: It's. It doesn't taste as bad as it smells.
6: I disagree. You don't like how <laughs> it tastes? It tastes like vinegar. I don't get the vinegar. What What was the question?
3: What I'm is like, this beer? This is, what
2: is this beer? This yeah. is your
3: mystery beer. Is
6: Rob,
3: it? <laughs> get
0: Rob's face on this. <laughs> Rob, so like... we, we have our guarantee question. Is this a Michigan beer?
3: Not only is this a Michigan beer, but this is a Michigan beer that we've, whose brewers we've had on the show, because I want to give you that. Because this I think is gonna be a little tricky. Do you think Ooh. they're listening? They might be listening.
6: <laughs>
3: Holy <Fuck>. Rob, Rob <laughs> <laughs> how do you Rob Wow so
6: I have heartburn from two sips. <laughs> heartburn. I oh. there's a burning sensation. Can we put
3: right, sub so directly on camera? Well <laughs> oh, he's is.
0: already on camera. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to get the camera into the uh the beer so that we can all see
6: so, you know when people recommend drinking a shot of apple cider vinegar in the morning, I think that this would suffice.
1: See, now, I nah,
6: do that, but
1: sucks. I actually dilute it in water.
6: Should we dilute this a little
1: Probably. bit? Probably. Use some PBR <laughs> if you want to.
0: <sighs> Orcs. So, I mean, your oh. three usual questions. All right, so hold on, hold on. I haven't even had a sip yet.
6: <laughs> Brace yourself. I just
0: listen to everyone you else. To sp- give us oh. a little smell. So you said it's got a three point one. Did you say an ABV or it's an
3: eight percent ABV? Jesus,
0: it's and three, it's a Michigan, so it's not like Fort Loco. I'm I'm afraid to drink this. It's three point one out of five on Beer Advocate. Can
6: we ask? A, is it only yes and no questions?
0: Yes, that is correct. <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay, um, did kidding. this come out of a growler?
0: So are you saying that does this only distribute <laughs> in draft beer? Is that your question?
6: Draft. I'm trying to eliminate or figure out local. Draft. Oh, I guess like he could go to a tap house. I stick with my question. I think it could be a good clue. I, n- I No one else is saying anything.
3: <laughs> so you wanna, will you re- re-ask the question?
6: Did you pour this out of a growler? I did not. Okay.
0: So it's a bottle or can.
6: I, you know, I, I asked that also because it's not, you mm. know, he kept talking about the carbonation, and it actually is not super carbonated. No, it's not carbonated. There's no it's head. it is
0: oh, as fuck.
3: It smells like, oh, wow. It. Mm. It, sm- it It tastes better than it smells, but um, it
1: smells something fierce. I completely disagree.
0: It does not. All right, taste
1: right hold on. Let's let's see if I can smells. sip this.
6: <laughs> Wait. Do you think it?
0: Do you
1: think <laughs>
6: it tastes
0: or it smells worse?
6: I'm getting honestly something's not right. <laughs> I'm getting like flavors it's of so- egg. I can't. <laughs> I can't drink it so- anymore. <laughs> like
1: scrambled over easy. Doesn't matter. Is it poached?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a
1: basted egg. Egg, egg? Eggs,
6: eggs egg. Benedict. Egg. Is there is
0: there Hollandaise on that beer?
6: I'm done with this Is there beer.
0: Canadian ham in there? Canadian. Bacon. I wish there was
6: some bacon in this beer, but it's just straight vinegar and <laughs> eggs.
0: How does your full circle taste?
6: It's a greenstone, and I'm gonna have to actually or whatever. I'm gonna have to stock. rinse with some diet Mountain Dew before I drink anything quality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. From something she hates to something she doesn't like. So Ken, we that's do better. not have
3: a growler of beer. We have oh, a smaller vessel of beer, perhaps.
1: This goes well.
0: No, <laughs> I'm not a fan. So we have another question. This isn't. The, God, this is got to, like. It's got to be sour. It's got to be off. It's. It's not a. It's. But it's not sour though. This ain't sour.
6: Like, I feel bad. I, get, I don't want to keep shit talking. Oh no
0: no 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 no! It's it, you you know, like. As as we've understood and I think the big thing that we have within our show is the fact that just because we don't like a beer doesn't mean it's bad. Period bad. point right. statement. Yeah. Cuz you know how many times have I drank an IPA and I've given bitter beer fucking like, <laughs> "Oh, this is garbage," but you know it's not. Like I'll do that with too hard. Give me a too hard and I'll be like, "Oh, I don't like this." Doesn't mean take away from the beer. It's just the fact that it's either you know, and this is definitely not any of our styles. When we talk I, actually, about I kind of like this beer. Well, when we mine. when we talk about our styles when we talk about our styles though and our favorites like this sour like that's not the first thing that oh. we we <laughs> mention do the oh. smell is I mean I just delicious. so
6: I think that um that off... I'm getting an off flavor, and I don't know if that's intentional or not, and so I just Googled it, and so that eggy flavor is like sulfur, supposedly, the aroma of rotten eggs. Is anyone else tasting that, or is it just me?
1: I mean, basically, what I'm getting, and it's kind of weird, because as it's going down, I feel like I'm, I'm getting a scent as it's going down. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I it's just like, when it starts to go down, I get the vinegar. Close your and eyes then, and tell me what happens. And then after that, all all it, I, like, it hits my nose, and it just... It, it just smells like all the girls in the house are removing their, their nail polish. Rob, if like if
3: I gave you a 24-ounce of this or a 24-ounce of Four loco, which one do you choose? Oh. Death, not an option. Death, <laughs> Death not an
1: option. Not no seppuku. I, I would probably prefer that. Um, I, I think. I would rather drink this.
0: I think I I agree. I think I would okay. rather drink this. So we
3: have two more questions to go.
0: Like I'm getting I'm getting a berry flavor. It's not like
3: a I read raspberry in the in the title like five times. Oh,
0: did you really? Yeah. So it's a raspberry. But well, what is a raspberry beer in Michigan?
2: Raspberry radler. This, 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 is this is not, not a
1: rattler. Right.
0: Something no. went wrong, wildly wrong with this. One. I was going to say, yeah. This this would have been this. This
1: is, this is truly this three is, years trunk age. If if it's, <laughs> it's so
0: obviously age. obviously it's in distro. So I have a feeling it's Jolly Pumpkin. Um, have they
6: been on the show though?
0: Uh, oh no, they haven't.
6: See, because I was immediately thinking that too, but I didn't recall them being on your show.
0: So what is a non-standard brewery or a brewery that makes a non-standard beer? That's been on our show. See, I like what you're thinking.
3: Now you, now you got your head out of your
0: asses. I'm, I'm
6: you need to take those glasses off. Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold um, on. Fuck, they were on with Nick the Brewer. Yes. Um, what? Uh, chick. I uh, can't think of her name. Um, I'm sure she I'm loves p- that. I'm sure she I'm loves that. I'm pretty sure I remember what they did after the fact, so uh, she can be okay with this. Unity Vibration. Correct.
6: Oh, so it's like kombucha. Uh,
0: triple goddess. Oh, you asses. <laughs> As he
1: breaks now out the it, Okay,
6: that it makes a lot more sense now. I've never had one of those. Wow. I would prefer regular kombucha over that
1: stuff. I mean, yeah, I'll take... Oh, there's there's a couple of theirs that I do enjoy. This one is, is pretty rough on me right See,
6: now.
0: that was... That was one of those things to where I had zero idea, but like I'm like, it has to be distro. Daddy
3: daddy that one.
0: It has to be distro. And it has to be on our show. And I'm like, who was on our show that made a raspberry beer? But th- it's not just a beer. This is freaking this is sour and funk. Uh-huh.
3: I-, I read funk in the title multiple times. Oh well, yeah. do you-,
0: you taste the funk? <laughs>
3: <laughs> we want the funk.
4: The, the
3: funk, beer. nothing but the funk. <laughs> All right, question number four. The following, oh jeez, <laughs> you can
1: just <laughs> t- smell it.
4: Honestly,
6: I'm, I'm, I feel better knowing that it's like half kombucha because that makes sense with all of the weird vinegar that we
1: were. I mean, w- once the yeah, once the the the, the notice of, of kombucha hit, now it's like I can taste. I can, can kind of separate it.
6: I still don't want to try it again because I was getting eggs.
1: Oh, I'm, I don't care. All I'm right. finishing this
3: shit. So <laughs> somehow, question number four. Committed in the uh, season of beer fest, there. are... Three of the following four are actual beer fests. One of them I made up. Okay. Is it which one is not an actual beer
0: fest? Which one? Okay, so we have three real, one fake.
3: Yes. Is it A, where the wild beers are?
6: That's real. B,
3: fake. where the uh, world dank fest. C, festival of wood and barrel aged beer. Or D, festival of dark arts.
6: I think the last one's fake.
1: The Festival of Dark Arts almost sounds like a Harry Potter-themed beer fest. So,
3: again, A, where the wild beers are, B, the World Dank Fest, C, Festival of Wood and Barrel-Aged Beer, or D, Festival of Dark
2: Arts?
6: The only one I know for sure is real is C. But I I still think D is fake. I feel like
2: B is uh, a marijuana festival.
0: This is a beer fest. Correct. Like I don't think there would be a dank fest, beer fest. They've been
6: describing IPAs as dank forever.
0: I I agree, but that that doesn't mean that there's been a dank fest. And what would Rule Doll say about that first one?
6: <laughs> I hope he'd be supportive. Uh, oh, man.
0: So Angela thinks it's D. She got the uh, the August Beer Fest one, so we'll go with Angela.
6: Oh, God. Can, can't we all disagree and see which one's right?
0: Well, Do you want us to disagree with you? <laughs> do you think it's wrong?
6: I don't want to be the ringleader on this one.
0: <laughs> Angela, you are our fearless leader today. I am passing the reins on to you. This is Better on Draft, brought to you by Angela.
6: Does that mean I get to mute people?
0: Uh yell. Yes. Yes. Would you like <laughs> me to mute someone for you? No. Okay.
6: <laughs> All right, what's the answer?
0: Well, then we have to kill you. Have
3: to, you need an answer for
6: I need a oh, guess first. Oh, now I'm second-guessing myself. The only one I know that is real is C. I mean, maybe it's Where the Wild Beers Are.
0: No, I'm pretty sure World the wild, Where the Wild Beers Are is a festival.
1: I mean, it does kind of
0: sound like an open fermentation. Yeah. All right, let's go with
6: D. Let's just get it over with.
3: Okay. D, the dark arts. So where the wild beers are is a sour fest. Yep. The festival of wood and barrel-aged beer is a wood and barrel-aged beer fest.
0: Okay, so now we're back to dank And again. the
3: festival of dark arts is a dark and strong ale fest. So
2: you guys I was were right. fucking
0: right. It was a dank fest. <laughs>
3: the world dank fest does not exist, but the festival of <clears throat> dank beers is something so there is a, a festival dedicated to dank beers but it is definitely not called the dank. world dank fest that sounds like a party i don't want to get into it within 50 yards of Ugh. so lastly more of a collaborative questionnaire question what in your mind makes for a good beer fest for
4: weather di-
2: well
1: that's right. yeah no well that's yeah definitely that's part of it because lack of rain Not having to show up in a poncho. (laughs)
2: Lack of. Lack
1: (laughs) of. Did you just now drink that? No, I tried it again. Oh, (laughs)
6: Oh. Get this on camera. You
1: already knew what was happening the
6: first time. I think his eyes are watering. It's like
3: candy corn. I hate it, but I go back every year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Let's Um, mix it with this Doris.
1: (laughs) Boris. Boris.
3: Boris.
2: So I'll agree with Angela. Weather makes or breaks any festival. It's not
3: bad with the try with the Boris. <laughs> try you with the Boris. I
6: love you the know,
2: face you Friday, made as you said it, that it's not bad. <laughs> what if it's
6: a hundred degrees next Friday? I don't like that any more than I like rain,
2: well, wow. or or extreme cold when you're in uh, Comstock fest. for the uh, Winter Beer Fest.
6: So I've gone to a few indoor festivals, and I gotta say it's pretty awesome.
0: World it's Expo not, beer is indoor-ish.
3: Another good thing yeah. about indoor festivals is, like, actual toilets. True.
6: True.
2: But outdoor fest, you're out... Th- <laughs> the elements kind of do kind of play, like, a a little bit of a role in, in whether you're going to enjoy it or not. Obviously, if it's not raining, downpouring, it might be a little bit enjoyable. So, I think... It might not be that bad. But if it's like pouring rain, like maybe, I think it was like a couple of years ago. Then we have a. That
1: was at winter.
2: What, was it? it was, a, was it winter? Well, winter, yeah, the one at Comstock. I thought it was like the river flooded or something. Well, no, that, that was this
0: that past, past, past year.
4: That
2: was guy, last year, back. I didn't even
0: wear a coat to the winter fest. Yeah, yeah. and it Genius. was raining
6: and it was cold. I,
0: the, 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 That's Where we met Angela for the first time. The one year I, I went to schnock win- it out of her face. <laughs> the one I year-
6: wasn't working. I was enjoying. <laughs> <There> you <know. laughs>
2: the one year I went to winter beer fest with my fian with my then girlfriend now fiance. I wore like a long sleeve shirt and a big like. Puffy poofy vest that kept me warm the entire time. A flotation and, device. Yeah, it was like a flotation device, and it was beautiful out. I don't I know love- what it was. It was beautiful. It was like thirty degrees, but I was totally comfortable.
6: I love that you uh, refer to your girlfriend and now fiance, and then one day it'll be wife.
2: Yeah, in three. <laughs> so months? my
0: my girlfriend, then fiance, like then book, wife.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, be, be prepared, better on draft listeners. It's going to be.
3: Yeah, Nick is better. now off the market.
0: You can stop beating yeah. down his door.
2: Yeah, seriously. Yeah.
3: Uh, i start.
0: You can start beating down uh, Matt's door. He needs. Yeah, he go. needs to get laid.
2: I'm gonna start. I got your RSVP Ooh. by the way. Thank you. Yeah.
0: There we go. Yeah. I check plus one optimistically.
3: Who never knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather, rather be that way than, than knocking down
0: the door saying I need just a plus one. Just be courteous and let
6: them know the week prior if yeah. your plus does not come. Well, I'll oh, out. no, no, no. That means we that's were... just more
0: food for everybody as yeah. far as but I'm you...
6: Oh, man. Just... I was talking proper wedding etiquette because yeah. I'm I going to a lot this ch- year. And I that, just... You know what? Angela
2: I...
3: might be my guest my, my plus one then. I'm already She's so already invited.
0: invited. Like you. Wow, oh, bro. You, just... you think
3: Angela wouldn't be invited to Nick's wedding? Maybe she just says no and then comes with me. Who knows? Not. <laughs>
6: my got oh, chewed oh, oh, no. in the mail. So. Uh, so hi, hi. Can, I,
2: can I do a quick shout out, real quick? You can. Hi, Patty. Hello, oh. Patty. You know, you know who Patty
0: is. Hi, Patty. That's well. Patty's my mother. Yeah, she's watching right now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> how do you? Well, how do you oh. <laughs> she posted she's on. Posted on the
6: Facebook. <laughs> is there so, anyone else we can say hi? That's watching. Uh,
0: so far, uh, people that have watched that have been posting. We had John Rusinski, the owner of. Dearborn Brewing. We had Bo Hokum of. Um, oh jeez! Oh I know I lost it to Fillmore Whoa. Thirteen. Oh, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna about to say experimentation. But like nope, right nope. across the street. Nope. Uh, we had Lindsay Colarini. Tr- yeah, that's my. it's yeah, yeah, my team. That's, that's your team. team. Your yeah. uh, re- realtor
2: in crime.
0: No, no, that's my team. Oh, Shout out, Lindsay. <laughs> so we have uh, we we've had some people hopping in and out all day. We've had about you know anywhere from uh, about five to ten people listening throughout the entire so time. I'm gonna say there's two things that make or break I think a good festival. Number one is
3: is obvious. I think it's food. Yeah, I agree because okay. I remember yeah, I
6: always forget to eat, so this doesn't exactly.
3: Matter to me. But like when we went to like when Ken and I went to the UP Beer Fest and it was like a 45 minute wait for Coney dogs. Mm. That's ridiculous. That, that's a problem. And it's like seven dollars a Coney.
4: It's that's
3: even super. a bigger problem. Um, two, I think, is the most underrated, and that's things to do that aren't drinking.
2: Kind of like I like, think, like cornhole, cornhole, some, some, like a cornhole setup, or, or something like, that was like,
3: like a or whatever Kublik. It was just a a yard game, something to do to be social. That's not just walk around, get drunk. You know, it's just something else to do while you're there. And I think sure. that kind of mini entertainment is mm-hmm. super important.
2: What about the uh, like 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 bands at these things like you know Blake's has a cider day Saturday, the cider days has a bit has yep. a few group of bands I'm at going going this year so pumped I will be there as well yeah all right right
3: on. my
0: mother responded to Nick and said hello not to anyone else just to Nick she loves the one
1: next the one who brought the shout out so that, hey, that, that seems appropriate she loves for me
0: like in her. regards to beer festivals I I agree with Matt and adding to the social aspect of everything Uh, First of all, you need to have some type of food program there. Definitely, something that's and it doesn't even it it needs to be something that's a gut bomb. It needs to be something that can soak up the booze. It can't just be you know Mm -hmm. just a random food truck like.
3: But it's got to be something that's not going to run you to the toilets though as well. Because when Um, we went to El Guapo, well, when we went to
2: (laughs) I love love El Guapo, they
3: literally had pulled pork on a waffle cone, which was like. Excuse, Excuse me. Central.
1: Wait, no, no, no. It, it was oh, you talking up. about you talking about the winner. Yeah. The winner. That was one place. of the greatest that... things I've ever had. Wait. They it's,
2: they honestly made
1: it, pork it was, and, they just I, I, pulled pork pork they had a it was it was like a, a whole, waffle cone. It was it was like it a was like cr- waffle crunchy off cone but no, a No, soft it soft was just waffle. a bread it was just a soft bread cone, cone.
6: What is this? And amazing. What is It was
1: it was one of the most time out. What is this
0: piney shit somebody poured me?
6: Oh there was this a, the, the, the transient. The, oh
0: getting the sleeper No, stuff? this has got to be the transient.
6: There is no what transient. transient? Tran- or whatever so the transient.
0: the raspberry, the it's
6: Definitely the not the creamsicle cuz it's not Cause, tiny at all.
0: Um, oh my um, god. I didn't
2: like the cre- the, the creamsicle at Actually really. Well, was the, was this this like
0: ain't the creamsicle either. and I, I haven't the cream, had the creamsicle yet. Angel take the rest of that thing.
6: I think that he's insane. I, I seriously think you're crazy.
0: I think you're,
3: you're still tasting. <laughs> you it's so like, it like a, a of waffle cone, like a soft yep. cone, and then pulled pork on top of it. That's yeah. disgusting. You know, it, it, it was good, but it's too heavy. It was heavy. amazing. It's, to me, I it's a to the path, toilet kind of thing. I, I hate, I hate well, to say you, it.
6: You think that sounds
2: bad? Yes, it sounds awful. What? You're,
3: you're a terrible human.
2: Pulled pork out of you, You're not gonna off. mute me because I have an no. opinion
0: now. <laughs> no, we, we we muted you about that. You
2: can put
6: some sweet barbecue my, sauce that's on.
0: That's fake news. You're, you're number seven. No, uh, <laughs> you mute me. It's, oh my god. This there you pork. go. He just <laughs> muted <made> you. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: just had me mute now. What the nice. hell's wrong with you?
0: So, <laughs> All no, right. so when we're in regards to beer festivals, you know my my favorite. To be honest, my favorite beer festival is the Cascale Festival. Uh, above at any of the Michigan Brewers Guild festivals, because to be honest, no matter what, you can't drink the 1,000-plus beers, so it doesn't really matter in regards to the amount of choices. But when you go to the Cask Ale Festival, first of all, they have the food program. They have Ashley's there, so you mm-hmm. can eat all of Ashley's food. Right? Um, it's not as crowded as cramped. The weather is usually okay, but again, the beers are something that you can't get anywhere else because they're all cask. So fast forward i say I, I say that but i got that exact beer at shorts the brown ale that they had at the Cascale festival they had it at shorts brewery a few weeks ago but it
6: doesn't surprise me though because they probably made a few beer like shorts is they brew mass so it's not and i would I, be less surprised about shorts as i would be you know if you got something from urban rest There was probably literally only one keg
0: yeah i uh, so mo- most of the stuff i enjoyed but again When you have the way they promote their festival is that you basically have unlimited um, tokens, tokens, yeah, drinks. So you're you're able to go through drink, try a beer, and if you like a beer, you can have another one without having to be like, all right, you know, I got to try something else. Um, I did. We did go to their, or I went to their Belgian beer festival last weekend, and the Belgian beer festival was amazing. But the hard thing about that festival is is that you know you you talk and we joke about you know no beers under ten percent on this show. The beers over there were, like, nothing under 8%. Shit. So I had, like, 10 samples, and I'm like, I'm done. Like, I, I need to be smart about can this.
3: I a, can I get a cot and some French fries?
0: <laughs> so, but what was great was the one of the brewers from Delirium was over at the Belgian Beer Fest, um, and that's not something you're going to see here in the United States ever. So, and all these beers were made in Belgium. So it was a specialty festival for... That style, and you're not going to get, you know, you had maybe four IPAs there, so I was in heaven.
3: Are they still, <laughs> were they still soaking over the
0: uh, the World Cup? Uh, so they were, so <laughs> that World Cup match happened on, I think, Saturday morning. Yeah. And they watched it, and they were still there on Saturday afternoon <laughs> promoting the beer festival and stuff. So, you know, for me, like the UP Beer Festival, I liked because I think the, the spot that it's at is perfect. In regards to the ability of like just enjoying, relaxing, and having fun at a beer fest, like you're not going there to party. Like like the summer beer fest seems like a giant party to me. So uh,
2: yeah. we talk about like ambiance and all that. What about ambiance? Zubru, Zubru. <sighs>
6: You said that it
2: sucked oh, because they ran well, out no, of no, beer. No, 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 hold on. muted because of the I'm hope... <laughs> no, not did. muted because of the Zubru. I, I thought he M-
1: was going to be... I, th- I haven't <laughs> muted him yet. The
2: Zubru, with the exception of this most recent one...
1: They're running out of beer?
2: Running out of beer an hour and a half before the event ended. <laughs> is, <laughs> an hour and a half before it ended, Jesus. I, yeah, dude, <laughs> it was bad. Anyway... I'd be mod. Oh, I, I was <laughs> upset. I was very upset. But anyway... They'll be able to walk around the zoo. No kids around. Oh,
0: thank God. I, I, to be honest, I think that's a selling point of the zoo brew already is the is, fact that you can there, go around. Because no the there. whole zoo is basically open. Yeah, the
2: whole, the whole zoo is open. And they even started, within the last couple of festivals, they started putting. Beers on the most like farthest point away from the entrance. I remember they did Alaskan hit, Brewery
0: at the he, Polar Bear area. They, they did once.
2: fly, I mean, flying. I mean, flying Buffalo to the casual beer drinker is you know what the hell is flying buffalo but you get them to come to but you get them to come to the very very far end of the zoo that way they get to see all the animals and actually get to see you know actually enjoy the time with the zoo and the buffaloes and the buffaloes without you know without a bunch of four or five year olds running around and i think that's great plus you talk about the food program they got food set up all over the place they got live music it's there you, by sunset you know by the time it gets dark outside it's still a blast there's still tons of people you know having a good time and everything there's a social aspect to it all so I think Zuber is a pretty good example of a well-rounded festival minus running out of beer a couple <laughs> hours early so were, I just you, got,
3: were you in the a great exhibit f- or <laughs> what they just
1: oh, what man. did you say wow.
0: oh,
2: I can I kill
1: him that's mildly yes. racist yes
0: <laughs> I'm taking a, your freaking invite away, you jerk. Yeah, man, Not only do you, you know what your plus one can come, but you can. not
4: uh, I guess you'll oh, have oh, to oh, as my plus one.
3: <laughs> hey, I'll wear a dog costume tonight.
2: Oh <laughs>
6: man! Please do.
0: <laughs>
2: Please do. <laughs> but they, they're starting to plug uh, fall Zubru, now.
0: Yeah, they they
6: changed it to there? like Friday
2: night. There's like a fall, like a spring, summer, and then like a early fall, late summer.
6: Huh?
2: It's
0: the, the next one's in September. I I haven't been one to a few. Year, I haven't been to one in a few years, yeah. and I just don't care to anymore. Yeah.
6: I don't like going to zoos because I don't. What? I don't what? believe in caging animals. They're not really caged. <laughs> They're not really
0: caged. But I mean, would you cage the elephant?
6: Oh, Stop my it. God.
3: Stop. <laughs> Rob, you didn't really, like, throw your two cents in here. There ain't
2: no west for the wicked.
3: He wants rest for the wicked. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is not Manifest Destiny. <laughs> well, you know
1: what? This dragon's milk's getting to me
3: a little bit. I'm
0: I mean,
4: sure it is. <laughs> sure it is. I mean, pretty sure.
1: much everything that you guys said was, was pretty much my points. I mean, as far as the food is concerned, uh, I was pretty pissed off at being at the Summer Beer Fest and last year and them <laughs> basically only having the one stand where you had this Ooh. this line that was you know oh yeah it was, it was nasty it was like 60 feet back
0: you're almost better off getting food like when you get there before right. anyone else right it was it, I,
1: I think by the time we would have actually got to the window we had enough time to walk across a walk down the street to sidetrack order and eat and then probably get back in line and still and still have enough time to actually i know, feel like a damn fool i don't know
6: if i've ever eaten at a beer festival i mean it's it's
1: I guess for for some of the things that, that they would have, I mean, much like the Winter Beer Fest, Well,
0: when you're that, like Rob and Dan, where I say, hey, let's not drink heavy beers right away. And then you buffalo. start off with Flying, flying buffalo, buffalo and Mean Vanilla Bean. Damn right. Yeah, you guys are fucking stupid. Hey, if, if. And no, no. Stupid. No. <laughs> stupid. Are we all
6: attending Beer Fest? We uh, are
0: all going to be there next we week. Should we all,
6: real quick, go through? Is there any beers that anyone's excited to try? I haven't looked at the list. yet. I, I
1: have about not. the only thing, and I've I've looked at the list, and and if uh, uh, there is the app that's out there, it's called Beer Fest List. Cool. Uh, that has the the list out there, and those that go on the list will note that there's quite a few that are on there that have enthusiast hour only beers. And Ooh. one of the ones that I was interested in trying actually was from Bells, is the Honey Hearted.
6: Yes, I've been seeing that around, and I oh. really want to try that too.
1: I'm I'm very curious about that one.
6: I've seen some chitter chatter about some of the is it uh, Dragon or Tracks Night Fury? Dragon Tracks Night Fury. What are they? What's that uh, party Witch's that hat. Witch's Hat Witch's throws? Hat. What are the variants called? Dunno. Magic Hat? You mean? Yeah, that number nine.
0: The the number nine party? I don't party
6: know. Party in the number nine? Whatever, whatever uh, witch's hat is planning on bringing, Train I hopper. think I'll be hanging out over there.
1: <laughs> no, so trail yeah. hopper. I'll be
6: hanging out with this guy.
0: They'll be having
1: quite a bit. And yeah, they have on their list, under the, the enthusiast hour, a double
0: barrel night fairy, which yeah, okay. is uh, with maple and bourbon. So I'm going to sounds... be drinking from Tug Brewing, Cucumber Watermelon Saison. Hmm.
3: See, you know what? The whole cucumber watermelon thing is is passe.
0: No, you're passe.
3: (laughs) I want to try that blueberry... Uh, lemon shane you can try whatever the hell you want i'm going just
0: saying you're passe you just buy the token You'll have and to get it
6: hang out hang so out over by brown iron, iron I actually got a bunch of tokens wheat. on my
0: dresser still from the last few years so <laughs> yes, that's hey, going to hey, do man. it for us better on draft episode 140 guys check us out we're going to be at summer beer fest friday night we're going to be pouring heavy over at sellerman's as well as New matt center brewing Company. matt will be at north center brewing angela will be hanging out over by brown iron brew house
2: I guess
0: at least Again, he, you and Rob just
6: kind
2: of walking around on our own. Together, say, and Dan, Dan and Dan Tara. And
6: Tara, yeah. I'm just we'll going to we'll be like, together. I'm yeah, this we'll, family. Family. we'll get together for a fam photo.
0: We'll, we'll get, yeah, a family photo. We'll take it in front of, uh, there you, go. you know, may, maybe, maybe if uh, Zatuna Liquor is over there, Jack is over <laughs> there doing some research, uh, he could take a photo of us. But there definitely check out all of our sponsors, Zatuna Liquor. Check out Brown Iron Brew House and North Center Brewing. Guys, there's going to be a lot of beers at the fall beer, or excuse me, summer beer fest. I do that all the time. So uh, check it out. Drink responsibly, yes. Hydrate with water, please. Hydrate, for sure. There's going to be water stations all over the place. Bring a, uh, I know you can bring a backpack with water, whatever the fuck those things are called. Camel Camel, packs. So so, uh, plan ahead, plan accordingly. Eat your food, drink your beer, and no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's (gasps) Better better on draft. Have a good night.
4: Peace.